Hi there, and welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, the podcast that discusses the Disneyland Resort and the Disney IP in an enthusiastic, informative, and often humorous way. Show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on leaventodaypodcast.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, please subscribe and leave a comment. Until then, thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Leaving Today podcast. This is episode number 37. Um, If you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, thank you so much. And please leave a comment. Uh, Tonight, we are talking to food extraordinaire, food expert, and all-around good guy, Jay Bratton. Uh, With me on this journey, as usual, is the party hero herself, Jess. Hi, everyone. And whoever can come up with a better name for me, I'll send you a sticker. There you go. To the right of me is the trail master, the master of puppets, and Hmm. I will dub him the unforgiven, Udi. (laughs) Good Lord, it is hot. Um, Hello. I'm just, I'm going to melt in the corner. Mm -hmm. For all of you, we're recording right now, and it's 109 degrees in California. Northern California. Northern California, and it is hot. Anyway. Uh, Yes. Lovely. Uh, so tonight we are going to be talking to, to Jay Bratton. If you have not heard about him, um, please go back to episode 26. Yep. Um, you can find him also on Diz Geek podcast and past uh, episodes of Dining at Disney. Also, we'll talk about the news and we will have one-on-one with Jess tonight. Uh, but I think Yippee it's you. incorporated. In... It is. It's going to be a little different tonight. Okay. What? Yeah. What? 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 Why am I? How am I? Why am I always the last one to know? Well, if you I just found out yeah. moments ago. Okay. I think it was like episode 31 that I stated what I would be doing for this one. But I don't remember. I know. It's okay. <laughs> so okay. Uh, in the Disneyland timeline of things, um, we are in the second quarter of 2017. Uh, good news. Thomas Rivers Island opened up on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, Woot. Woot. Uh, test runs of the Mark Twain and Columbia are going around the rivers of America. It's full. It's And it looks yes. beautiful. Yeah. And there's some pictures up of the yeah. rock. You know, all the mm-hmm. rocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the uh, moose and elk are on the side of the river. Good. Uh, Indian Village is still undercover. Um, but things are happening over there. Very exciting. It seems like so long ago we're talking like, oh, we got six months till the Rivers of America show up. We're down to weeks now. We're here. My friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then what's the other big the other thing, too, that happened? Mm-hmm. Um, trail? Oh, Big Thunder mm-hmm. Trail. Open. Oh, that's, that's part of the news. Is that the news? Okay, sorry. Yeah, we're going to get there later. I'm jumping the gun. Uh, it is approximately 6.55 Disneyland time. Um, my question for you guys tonight, it is 108. Mm-hmm. Is it too hot to go to Disneyland no. on a day like this? No. 
if it's 108 there. Well, it's yeah, I'm sure it is. No, it isn't. It'll be a little cooler. It's cooler. For those of you on the East Coast or or actually our, our few listeners in Delaware, you might not know this <laughs> because there are some people in Delaware. Hello. What up? Um, <laughs> uh, we are in Northern California. We are about 360 Don't miles north of uh, Anaheim, about right, 360 miles or so, 340? 412. 400. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's 412. Oh, yeah. Shoot. Okay. Uh, 412. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hmm. Okay, north, so we yeah. are, this is crazy hot for us yeah. right now, 110, whatever. But I wouldn't. My guess in Anaheim, it's probably about, at this time of night, it is probably 15 to 20 degrees cooler. Yep. A little cold, cooler. Which, which cool. makes it perfect. Yeah. Yes, that temperature. I wouldn't go with 110. Oh, it's, what oh, is it? Oh, I see. What is it? I, mean, I, I, I won't say. It's 80. Oh, 80 is perfect. 80 is perfect. Okay, but 110, you wouldn't go? I've done it. No, it's just, I mean, I, I would, it. but it's just so damn hot. It okay, is hot. if you were there, though, uh, they say, we've got to go, we've got to go, and it's 110. Tell me some quick um, spots you'd go to to kind of escape from the heat. Splash. Pirates. That, okay. Indy. Okay. okay, all those. Splash, Indy, Pirates. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we just talking Disney? We're not going to Small World. Ooh. No, I wouldn't put my... I would rather bear the heat than to bear with that time. <laughs> um, I would go sit in um, on any show, so I would actually maybe okay. go feel... Get a little colder in a certain spot, but that's DCA. Um, yeah. Sure, well, if you want, you could, you could cross. Um, mansion. Yep. Um, what else? Where did you go? Where else would I go? Where else would I go? Where else would I go? Mansion's a good one. Yeah, I think I just rotate through Mansion a couple times. Um, Indy, uh, well, Jungle Cruise you could, but you're still outside, so no. And it is that jungle heat? (laughs) (laughs) That dry heat? No, it's not. Um, I think that's it. Oh, you know, now would be a good time to go see Mr. Lincoln. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. Time to go sit on in on say what up. Um, where else would I go? Space, but it takes me. Finding Nemo, maybe. No. Nah, it gets no. humid under, in there. No. But you're underwater. <laughs> and claustrophobia. And I, I'd be like, my face would be up against the window with a little air thing blowing my face, like, make me feel better. Yeah, no, and um, then that just freaks me out because it's like recycled. I know, air, right? So like, you've got people hacking and coughing and getting sucked <laughs> in and the germs are getting um, doubled. Well, if the Path of the Jedi was still there. I think it, no. No, it's, no, gone. it's gone. gone. But I would go there. Yeah. Hmm. Star Tours. Star Ooh. tours. Mm-hmm. And then I can short, throw though. up. It's too short from heat though. exhaustion. What? Well, yeah, most of it is outside. Isn't it? A nice ride on the monorail would be good. Oh, that, that would, would be, be good. Mm-hmm. What else? But if we're talking DCA at all, um, this might be one of the few times I would go on Grizzly River Run. Bingo. Because that's not a ride I typically go on. Nope. nope, it's not one I'd rather I'd ride on. I don't either. like that one. No. Yep. I, I mean, I've been on exactly. Soren. Oh, well, that's yeah, it. but that a lot of that queue is outside. I might get one or two or three dual whips today on a day like this. Yep. Um, what else? I think that's it. That's yeah. All I can think of. Because I'm like, I'm, there's nothing in Fantasyland that I would ride because there's nothing to do, I mean, that way. Yeah. In front of cool off. I would wait till the evening to go on Big Thunder or something. Because mm-hmm. there's, yep. there's zero shade in there. There's nothing. Except for the tunnel at the beginning and halfway through. Yeah, and that queue yep. can get a little warm. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to know if the if this kind of heat made people shy away from the park. I mean, Probably I would not. I would go on a day like this. I, I would. Yeah. And you know, what? hopefully, it would make some people shy away because then you could get some stuff done. Absolutely. That's that's true. That's that's a fair that's statement. Ooh, today might be a good day to go on Term Term Stories Island because it's all shaded there. Bingo. Yeah, I'd ride it across. Check it all out. Yep. yep. Okay. The canoes. 
Mm-hmm. The cane- mm-hmm. well, yeah, those are coming up soon. All right. All right. And now let's go to our news tonight. You, you listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. So here's what we're talking about tonight. All right, some news items. As I mentioned in the open, um, Tom Sawyer's Island just opened like four days ago. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. The Rivers of America are coming back. All right. Uh, Big Thunder Trail opens and the Mark Twain has test runs. The Big Thunder Trail, which has been closed for over a year, has now reopened. The trail connects Fantasyland to Frontierland and has long been a favorite part of the park for many guests. The trail will shut down so it could be re- revised with new rock work and themed decorations related to Disneyland's construction of the Star Wars Land expansion. Because the Star Wars is expected to open in 2019, the park needed to also reroute the Rivers of America and tracks for the Disneyland Railroad. Closure of the trail has caused some crowd flow problems for the park during peak seasons, such as the two weeks following Christmas Day. For a few days during those two weeks, the park opened the then-unpaved trail to alleviate crowding and improve pedestrian traffic between Frontierland and Fantasyland. Mm-hmm. Also, Disney employees began running the Mark Twain Riverboat on the Rivers of America, testing the new shorter route around Tom Sawyer Island. The boat, along with the sailing ship Columbia, are used during the day as a ride, as a ride attraction and in a nighttime show on the river called Fantasmic. Hmm. Okay, yeah. so... Two big thumbs up for Big Thunder Trail opening up again. Mm-hmm. It looks really nice. Yep. I think it looks great. Yeah. It, look, it looks fantastic. It does. It really does. Yeah, I like the attention to detail, like even on the lanterns with the mm-hmm. with the BTR stamped in there. That's awesome. Did you see that? Uh, you know, and I didn't zoom. It wouldn't let me zoom, so I didn't know what you were talking about. Okay. Yeah, on the uh, iron part of the of the lanterns, right. they have stamped in or like the Big Thunder Ranch logo. So those were probably hanging in Big Thunder Ranch, and when they removed them, they probably saved them and put them there. Probably, probably, yeah. That's probably. what I'm thinking. That's that what they sense. are. That they're well, kind you know, of a memorial to it. Right, and we know that they do that. They do that a With lot. With everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I so, like it. To- yeah, totally stoked. And of course, um, that trail is going to have two access points into Star Wars Land. Both of which are closed Correct. off at this point. Right. Yeah. One thing I didn't like so far, because um, it's me, I have to complain about something. Um, I didn't like seeing guests just sitting on the ground up against the rock. Too I, soon. I, it's too, too soon. soon. What do you guys? What are you guys milling about down there for? No, I agree. I, I don't think anybody should ever be sitting on the ground personally. But well, I sit on the ground. <laughs> well, oh, do you I really? Mean, when we do. When. If her and I are taking a break, if I find a charger where I can plug my phone in. I'm sitting down. Outside? Like on the... St- mm-hmm. I, I have never done that. Never. Nope, never. Okay. I do it. Okay, well, I, yeah, I just... I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say it's a bad show, but I just like... I oh, feel no, like, it's a bad show. <laughs> but, but you can't say anything to people. I'll be like walking no, over them. No, you can't. You can't say yeah. anything. Hey, you know, no. it doesn't say you can't sit here. Yeah. No. You know, this Stand is a walkway. Up. It's yeah. not, you know, during a show or something, so... Have some respect, man. Stand up. And uh, have, you, have you guys seen it at night, the pictures of it at night? No. no. I can't wait. It looks, it, it looks awesome. Um, I watched a video the other day of them, someone filming, it must have been Fresh Baked, coming from uh, Frontierland into Fantasyland at night. And it made me think of you, Jess, because as soon as you walk through there, you just hear all the Fantasyland music and you see all the Fantasyland activities going on. And it's like, oh, yeah, Jess would probably dig this. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. 
So yeah, de- definitely stoked. And um, I-, I wonder when they're going to just open up those barricades to Star Wars Land, but not l- let you go in there yet. But uh, It'll be a while because they- they'll still be oh. moving trucks and things and... You don't. I mean, that's gonna that whole thing is gonna have its own unveiling. I don't think they're gonna give us anything for okay. a while. Well, well, when you, when you look at certain videos, you can kind of see into it because it's a kind of a mesh mm-hmm. barricade, and um, most of that trail looks pretty finished. Like going in. It, no, I'm sure it does, yeah. but they're not gonna give oh, us. Oh, I know, I know. I, I don't anticipate them opening that up until oh. you in saw two the years. you saw the ones that had like the lamps where they were like shrink wrap still. Yep. Yeah. I yep. Oh, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, but see, this is where I'm like, okay, are That's they cool. are they gonna open it any further? I mean, it doesn't make sense. But then you think, well, it's that finished. You know, it is that finished. Yeah. So maybe. I mean, you want to think that, but I mean. Mm. Two years in the elements before right. they open it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it seems like it's too early. Like it's too early it's to too set soon. up. Too soon to set up the lamps and to set up all that stuff. Just, yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, obviously, we don't know the logistics of of the build out and the rollout. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm stoked about that. Um, it still looks amazing. Though. It still looks amazing. And the Mark Twain River uh, boat. It's nice seeing that thing make noise oh, yeah. and being mobile. Seeing those rear paddles spin up, and I was like, oh, yeah, that was it's amazing. Nice. Yeah. It's a, yeah. it's a yeah. sight for sore eyes. Absolutely. Yeah, and what I've seen um, now, now that Thomas Rivers Island is open, people have been on there and they've posted pictures of seeing the the new rock work from across, and it, it looks fantastic. I mean, and seeing like a seeing of the elk and moose on that on the left hand side, and then seeing the Indian village, and then. There's going to be a small Indian boy on a rock with a log. Um, no, sorry, on a log with a dog. <laughs> sorry, I, I said that wrong. And that's kind of new. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, totally stoked about this and happy that's back. And all right. And uh, oh, and you can see the new trail from the Hungry Bear down to the new Star Wars land coming. That's getting close to being done. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Any more thoughts about that? No, I oh. can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We're going to ride it at least three times. What's that? The Mark Twain. Okay, cool. cool. Um, <laughs> speaking of the of Mark Twain, the last time I was on there during the summer, um, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but I'm going to talk about this. I was on the top deck, and I was trying to point things out to the, to, to the girls, and the girls don't care, <laughs> which is fine. But a family was standing <laughs> next to me, and they had a couple kids. And this is true. This is what happened. And I didn't say anything, but I wanted to say something. The kids, and you know how the story is going to end. Yep. Oh, boy. The kids were having snacks. Of course. Yeah. Well, they just tossed their stuff over the over the Mark Twain into the Rivers of America. What? Yeah. I didn't say anything to the parents, but I said something loud enough to my daughter's gone. Oh, did you see? I go, do you guys just see that? What? Uh, someone just, I go, I don't know. Someone just dumped trash into the Rivers of America. That's so sad. <laughs> I was, yeah, I go, you know, I go, let's go to the uh, other side of the boat because I don't want to start a ruckus on the Mark Twain. But anyways, you know, even so though, Mark, I, I think if you said something, your general demeanor is a nice guy. You're a nice but, person. But your stature uh-huh. would be intimidating alone. Really? Oh, dude, how tall are you again? I'm 6'4". Okay, you're 6'4". If, and, okay, so people who don't have, okay. When I first, I'm just going to say this, when I first met Mark, you want to know what my first impression was? I don't know if I've ever told you this. Oh, this is news to me. You reminded me of freaking Mr. Incredible. <laughs> really? The cartoon, yeah, the Pixar. Oh, yeah. Because you have that same general 
like build. You're okay. like tall, broad shouldered, but you're not like huge. You're not a big guy at all. And I'm like, dude, that looks like Mr. Incredible. And you have like the blonde hair and the whole thing going. So I think if you ever just walked up to <laughs> the subby and said, you know, you probably shouldn't do that. And just on that, that, that tone, you probably get most people about eight to nine out of 10 be like, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm saying next time it happens, just maybe you should say something. Okay. I'll think about that. <laughs> but I, I always, God, I, I hope it doesn't. I hope it, it's a long time before somebody does something, but yeah, I'm like you. I don't like to get in people's face, but there's certain things like, come on, like, right. Respect for yourself, respect for your surroundings, respect for other people. What yeah. is what is this word you keep repeating? Respect. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, you should you don't know it either. No. Yeah. R E S P E C T. Find, find out, out what, what it, it means to me. Yeah. Fine. There we go. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 drink. <sighs> okay, well I'll keep that in mind next time yeah. I want to say something. Okay, so the next topic, and this is killing me. Um Uh oh. The D23 2017 mm-hmm. Expo mm-hmm. will present a galaxy of stories. Oh, my gosh. Kind of bummed we didn't. I am bummed. Ne- next time we're there. Next time next we are going to get in cahoots with um, the Disney Uni- Universe podcast yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. And maybe someone else that we can maybe three-way get into this rent a booth thing. Because it could be pricey. Probably will be, but I think it would be fun. It would be worth it. It would be absolutely worth it. It would be fun. I think it would be great to have... Uh, just a presence there, and then just to be able to kind of be part of that whole thing. I'm like, I, I love like cons and things like that. If no one's ever been to one, if you, if it's for a specific thing that you love, there's no place like it. So I've I've been to Comic Con, mm-hmm. Wizard World, or Wizard Wizard, Wizard Con, sorry. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, like it was a full day of just geeky love fest. I mean, I sat in on, I sat in on panels. And the panels were amazing. So anytime you go into, and then obviously with um, the, what was I thinking, the Disney celebration, all that stuff for Star Wars and all that Star stuff. Wars, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was watching panels. Oh, I was too. And I love that. So, I mean. you Yeah, it's up your alley. Yeah. So, D, I think, you know, if we can make that happen, that would be fantastic to be there, to be able to be part of that and mm-hmm. just be in that environment and just talking about this. But I just wanted to interject. Go ahead. We'll be going to MouseCon in November, though. Yes. We are. We're working on that. So MouseCon is in November, and San that Francisco? is in the yeah, yes. in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that is. We, is it a ta- one-day thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a while, and now we're making just so anyone who's going to be in the Bay Area in that November, we're probably going to be there. So I'm <laughs> sure once we get official and everything done, we'll make an announcement. But that is right now we're we're pushing towards being there. So yeah, it'll be fun. Cool. You can meet us all. Everyone will be lined up to meet Jess, and I think we're just going to be kind of... Yeah, her, we'll be... We'll be her... her uh, what, what her um, What's the word I want to say? Her um, chaperones. Chaperones, yeah. Chaperone. yeah. I'm a big girl. <laughs> okay, well, back to this story here. Um, yeah. So there's going to be an experience there called Galaxy of Stars, showcasing the creative process of bringing new Disney park experiences to life. Walt Disney Parks and Resorts invites guests... To discover its D23 Expo 2017 Pavilion at Galaxy of Stories. A Galaxy of Stories will be accessible through the Expo July 14th through 16th at the Anaheim Convention Center and will offer guests an exclusive look at the new Star Wars themed lands currently <laughs> under development for, at, for, for Disneyland Park and Disney's Hollywood Studios at, at this year's Pavilion. Guests to the 
to the pavilion, we'll also hear personal stories of cast members and Imagineers working to create transformational experiences every day at Disney Parks. Showcasing models, artwork, and media, A Galaxy of Stories will provide a first-ever look at some of the locations, starships, creatures, and droids that will bring Star Wars to life. Udi shaking his head. Uh, to life at the new theme lands, which are set to debut in 2019. For the first time, guests will be able to f- to view a fully detailed model of the overall vision for the new expand- experience that was once far, far away, but is now very, very near. I'm so upset right now. I was really concerned about what was happening here. Yes. When you first said you were upset. Yes. I just remember. I don't feel as bad. Okay. Sorry, Udi. Well, t- okay. I'm upset because I love looking at these little detailed models. No, that stuff's really cool. And I want to see all that stuff. I'm sure I'll be able to see it online. It'll be on YouTube. Uh, yes, uh, I know, but if they let you videotape. No. Excuse me, I'm gonna go soak on the couch. Uh, we're not there. Your drink's right there. You're fine. No, that's gonna make me more sad. <laughs> Here's how much I would. <laughs> if, if for some reason this year we did get a booth and we're able to do it, I'd leave our booth to go look at this. So then I oh. would be stuck without a oh, chaperone. Oh yeah, yeah. You no, we, we we would like okay, Jess, we got it. All right, bye bye. And we'd be. It like, would just be me and thirteen. Then I would just bring a chaperone, buddy, and then we would. Yeah, just, no, you'd, you guys would be fine. We'd be fine. Okay. And, but and, then when Johnny Depp walks by, you understand that I'm leaving the booth. To chase after him, and then it's going to be 13 by herself. And then if, I don't know, I, I, I can't think of anybody, but if somebody else walked by, then our booth is on, what is the word I'm looking for? Be fine. What, what, what if John Stamos walked by your booth? Who? I'd love like, me some John Stamos, but I'm not, like, it's like, I'm, uh, you know, that's John Stamos. That's Uncle Jesse. That's okay. all I can see. That's <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jesse. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. So I'm stoked about that. I'll so, see it online, but so bummed with that. Okay. Yeah. That's a fail on our part. Yes. Oh. Uh, okay. Next, uh, Adventureland expands. Um, mm-hmm. Disneyland is closing the Indiana Jones Adventure Outpost in the South Seas Trader Shops to mm-hmm. begin an interesting project to ease congestion in the land. The Indiana Jones Outpost will become indoor seating for Bengal barbecue, and the old outdoor seating will be removed. The juice and snacks from tropical imports in front of the Jungle Cruise will move into the spot being vacated by the South Seas traders later this month. And this is June. And will itself become stroller parking. In addition, the <laughs> plant near the near Bengal Barbecue will be removed. So this is a win-win-win all around. I think it really is. Yes. Um, except for the stroller parking, but that is But fine. you know what? It's such a... No, no, no. It's I mean, such a overall, cluster. No, 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 no. It, it is a horrible bottleneck, and I'm glad they are finally. It only took 62 years. Right? I mean, it has always been a bottleneck in that area. Always. I mean, for me growing up and going, it has always been like, okay, this is a shortcut. This is the quickest way to get here, but oh my God, it's going to suck for these next, you know, mm-hmm. 100 yards or so. Yeah. But you just totally. suck it up. But the strollers are going to be gone from the middle. They're going to be off in, to the well, side. Well, I mean, I guess that's good. It's going to be off to the side. Yeah. So I would prefer them to be gone completely. Me but, too. You know, Absolutely. You know, I think we all would, but, you know, we can only get so much. But, no, I'm, I'm glad they're finally addressing it and actually looking at it and going, yeah, we need to clean this area up and to make it so it's a better um, thoroughfare to get you through Adventureland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think again. I think this is a win-win for everyone. I Absolutely. just wish now they would take some time and develop a like a dinner show for Aladdin's Oasis, especially with Moana being out. Yeah, you know, isn't that the right well, setting? That, no, that would be perfect. I, I would like it. It would be. Just I would like, like it there. Like a cute little hula dance thing, like something. You know what I mean? I yeah. do. 
Yeah. That would, that be, would cool. be cool right there, especially with Moana. I think it would fit in there. Okay. I think overall. Oh, that was a great movie. I yeah. loved it. Sure. I and, enjoyed and, it, it, yeah. and it gets people off the, off the path and into, into doing something. Yeah. You know, and if That's, they're there yeah. for half an hour yeah. and having a meal or whatever it is, 45 yeah. minutes having a meal, sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that was my news. Uh, one other thing came up on the on the news that I read about on the OC Register, which I thought was interesting. A little politicking going on. Um, mm-hmm. So the Anaheim Convention Center um, asked Disney because guests that are attending the Convention Center get a nice uh, view of the backside of Cars Land. Did you guys see this? Yes. Yep. And Disneyland, sorry, the Convention Center asked the city of Anaheim, I should say, Asked Disneyland to fill that up because you know the like like yeah. the yeah. back of it is open open scaffolding yeah, yeah, or ugly. framework. They asked, well, they said that was very unsightly for guests, mm-hmm. and could you please go ahead and fill that in for us? All they need to do is take a, like a big old drape, like oh. with a backdrop. Disney Ooh. Disney did it without without question. Oh, it's already done. Yeah, so of course you know why they did it without without question. Well, because they have to please them mm-hmm. for everything that's coming. That's right. Yep. That's right. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. That way, that our gateway project, we're good on that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what's going on. Oh, absolutely. So did they fill it? Yeah. Yeah. Did they actually finish it, like, finish it? it? Well, I think as of right now, it's still in the process, but I've, I've seen pictures of it with the, with, the, with the rock work being filled in. Okay, good. Good. They, good. No, no. look better because it looked bad. Thank it you. It did look bad. Yes. Thank you. And, and that was kind of making me worried about... Was Star Wars Land because it backs up to Harbor, right? Is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So. No, it backs up to Ball. Ball. There we go. Um, Come on. Yeah. Come on. Sorry. Eddie. Get it right. Sorry. No, because I'm thinking Harbor. Okay. Never mind. I got spun around. Anyway, I was worried about that because when you look at the concept art, it's supposed to have mountains and stuff like that. So I was like, yes. oh, are they not going to finish it? It's no. Be like I, for them, wrap. they're going to finish it because it's going to. It backs up into that ball and it backs up into Disney. Yep. So into Disney Drive. Yep. So you're going to see it from the tram and whatnot, and that's just bad show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because if you look at it, um, the other thing that had me worried about that, too, was the AT-ATs at, uh, where are they? Uh, in Florida, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You've seen that, right? Yes. You can see from the back of it, it's unfinished. For now. Well. That's how, what you're hoping. Well, I'm hoping. See, I was worried that they wouldn't, that they wouldn't finish it. They need to finish that stuff. Yeah. Have you seen that video? And there was a video. It was like a proposal or something. Or no, 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 no. It was a cute. It was a cute video. I'll say cute. It was a cute video where a, a woman was letting her husband know that she was pregnant. Have you seen that video? And then it was right there, and they had like Darth Vader come out and the whole thing. And he was a, it's a huge Star Wars geek like me, and so he started crying. Yeah, yeah, whatever, dude. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, but, I've seen that one. Yeah, it's an and, older video. Yeah, it is. And so th- the back of it was the AT-AT. You can see the stairways and everything. I was like, dude. Yeah, I don't like that. That's lame. So that I, show? It made me worried. It got me a little worried. And especially with that, knowing, mm-hmm. seeing that, I was like, oh, man, are they not going to spend the time and the money to like, finish it? And no, they I know won't. it's a backside, and it's not really prevalent for the park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, yeah. they will. This is going to be all it, done perfect. Yeah. Oh, no. And, and so that makes me think, well, if they weren't going to do it, now they probably will. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking because from um, like New Orleans Square, looking over towards Tomorrowland, sorry, towards Star Wars Land is going to be, you can you, you can see the pipe, uh, the, the scaffolding of the battle escape. Mm-hmm. Yep. All that's going to be mountain. Yeah, it's all yep. going to be. It'll be. It will blend. Oh, my god. It gosh. will blend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, I'm thinking like they're, they're going to be setting up the natural barrier with the trees mm-hmm. in between the land. So, obviously, it's not going to create a complete wall. So that was always my thing. Like, okay, make sure that 
if you're gonna do it, you better have a nice rock, whatever, so it looks all yeah. blended. So you can almost look through the trees and see rock, and I'd be cool with that. Yeah, no, it's gonna, it'll be just fine. Yeah, okay. I know, and, and, and obviously, we, we've always said it before, we're gonna keep our faith in the Imagineers and what they've got going on because oh, we're yes. seeing everything being built slowly mm-hmm. but surely. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so that was my news. And then, um, yeah, and then... Uh, not see. too much, not no. too much. And then coming up, we're going to talk to Jay uh, for our future presentation, so Yay. let's go ahead and do that. Well, he's going to be guest... guest uh, I'm, I'm guessing he's a guest starring in our 101 segment too, right? Yes, since we will be uh, postponing that ah, later so. on this evening. So, yes, there he will go. be guest starring with 101, so nobody freak out. It's still there. I know you all love it so much. All right, well, let's see if Jay's around. Let's go to our future presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Tonight we have our special guest with us, uh, Disneyland food expert, uh, Disneyland food extraordinaire, all-around good guy, um, former host of the Diz Geek podcast and founding member of the Dining at Disney podcast, Mr. Jay Bratton. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, Jay. Hey. hey, welcome to the show. It's been a minute, huh? I know, huh? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was actually one of our favorite episodes. That was episode mm-hmm. number 26. We're in episode number 37 now. And um, it's still one of those I go back and listen to because it was it was a big deal for me to talk to you for the first time because I'd been listening to you for a long time. And I was like, ah, so, so yeah. awesome to talk to you. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> honor for me as well. And uh, I appreciate it. And, uh, um, you know, I hope that I was able to impart some knowledge on, on your mm-hmm. listeners uh, as far as food is concerned. Yeah, you totally did. I, I'm going to share this story with you real quick, and I shared it on, I don't know if you've been listening off and on, but uh, there's a story. My roommate actually went down, uh, and this was a while ago now, went down to the park and with her family, and um, she she's with her cousins, and they're, as they get to the park, they start walking in, and they start discussing food. And so he started... Uh, her cousin started talking about, oh, I listened to this uh, podcast and they're talking about the food and yada, yada, yada. She's like, oh, yeah, cool, and giving all these ideas. And the guy's like, yeah, they knew a lot. And I was like, oh, really? What podcast was it? So she goes on and describes our show and describes you talking. So I thought that was <laughs> fantastic. He had no idea. And she's like, wait a second, that's my roommate's show. And he was like, oh, that is awesome. So I thought that was really cool that... We got out there, mm-hmm. and, and, and to, so just know, yeah, it got out there for people that I had no, we had no idea, and there's no connection, really, and so, yeah, it was totally cool to have you on and just know that it got out there. That's awesome. I'm uh, extremely happy because, you know, the thing is that I, I read one time, there was a historian that said, language is what divides human beings, but food is what brings us together. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So uh, tonight um, we're going to talk a little bit about this new Summer of Heroes menu because um, you're going to go in a few weeks and then you're going to do a, a review on that. Um, and then uh, you're going you're gonna to showcase some of your best summer food uh, spots around the whole resort so that guests who are going there this summer can have uh, a little insight as to what to do, according to Jay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will do my best. Okay. <laughs> we also have some listener questions because uh, we sort of teased this episode. So we have a few coming in from there. Yeah. And um, then um, 
don't let me forget, but at the end, we ha- also have our standard Leaving Today podcast questions that we ask people. And we failed to ask you these last time, but these are very important questions. <laughs> no problem. I'll be happy to answer okay. any and all questions. I'm, I'm, when it comes to food, I love to impart my knowledge as much as possible. Okay, right on. So let's see. The Summer of Heroes menu. Uh, we were taking a look at that. So um, you're going to be going there in July, you said, right? That's correct. When in July? Just out of curiosity. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, let me ask my wife. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, uh, it's somewhere like mid-July. I, to be honest, I, I again, I, I, I. I was kidding about uh, asking my wife, but uh, I'm actually kind of serious. <laughs> I, I don't remember, uh, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be going sometime around. Actually, let me see. Let me see. Uh, like third week in July. I don't remember the exact date, but uh, off air, I can tell you guys. I, I just have to look at my schedule. Your schedule. Yeah, I know. I'm going to be there the 21st through the 24th. Um, hmm. Yeah, so I'm super excited. So I was like, oh, we might be there at the same time. And Udi may be there as well. Yes, I might yes. be, yeah. So, so oh, Interesting. Well, if you guys are there, uh, I'll see if uh, we're available. And um, one of the things that we're definitely going to do is the Tomorrowland Terrace. Well, it's not Tomorrowland Terrace. It's the... Uh, um, what do you call that? The uh, with the you know doing the the special fireworks. Oh, the uh, Skyline Lounge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. So that's what we're going to be doing. And uh, um, I... I know you guys have been debating the uh, pros and cons of that particular, you know, special event. But, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's like I understand. I've, I mean, I've been to these special events before. I've been to the one for Fantasmic. I've been to the one for uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade and so forth. And I just you know what I enjoy is that I uh, number one, the, the quality of the food is really outstanding. It's, uh, you know, very fresh fruit. It's like it's not like. Um, you know, strawberries that you just get out of uh, your local grocery market, you know, just the, the, the whatever, the, the ones that are sort of a mixture of like ripe and, and uh, not ripe and, you know, overripe or whatever. These are actually all perfectly, you know, ripe. And so like when you eat it, it's like, it's, it's great. It's just outstanding. You know, it's like, you know, juicy, fresh, sweet, etc. And then uh, as far as the cheeses, everything, they have a nice selection of cheeses that complement the fruits okay. very well, as well as the chocolate. And so I know $45 is a lot of money. And, and so I, I understand that. And there's also like things that you can do on the side, like, uh, uh, for instance, I don't know if you guys have been following um, the Catal restaurant, uh, like their their special menu offerings as well. No. But uh, yeah, in, in about two weeks, they're going to do a... Uh, five course menu with beer pairings oh and uh so 60 bucks so it's 15 dollars more than what you get there at uh, disneyland park and then you also get an obscured you know view of of the fireworks so i mean you know take it for what it's worth i mean i I think for 15 bucks more i'd rather get the beer you know (laughs) oh yeah that's that's yes (laughs) so is that something that you're likely to do jay the one i could tell uh, I would if it was on a day that was conducive to my schedule, but unfortunately it's not. It's, um, like I said, about end of June, I think, um, let's see, June 30th, June 29th, 30th, something around that time frame. Mm, okay. And, uh, so, you know, unfortunately that doesn't work for my, my schedule so much, but, uh, it, I mean, if they had offered it like every weekend in the summer or whatever, I'd definitely be doing it. So. Gotcha. Okay. 
Gotcha. So yeah, it's uh, actually. Uh, let me. I apologize. Let me. Let me. Uh, I, I just. I'm looking at the email now. It says the. Uh, it's sixty dollars per person. It is a five course dinner. It has beer pairings, and uh, you can do raffle prize or uh, they have raffle prizes, and uh, you get free parking at Downtown Disney. Hmm. And uh, it's. Um, let's see. Uh, it's at six thirty p.m. So basically, you you're there for the entire time until the fireworks. Okay. So, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, that sounds like a really good deal. Um, Jess, are you so? Are you think you guys might do the Skyline Lounge? We talked about it. I don't think we're going to. Um, okay. And this is coming from a, a girl's perspective. They just released new Dooney and Burke purses, and I said I'd rather save my money and get one of the new Disney purses than do the Sky. <laughs> but you know, it, anything's possible. But um, um, yeah. So okay. we'll see. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think we're gonna do it. Okay. Okay. Well, if though, I'm so sorry. If yeah. they do a um, premiere seating for fan, since it's coming back, we've been watching to see if they're gonna do something like that. And it is sometimes they do the dessert boxes and the hot chocolates and the things like that. We're gonna do that one yeah. for the new Phantasmic, so that I don't have to get a fast pass and fight for a seat. So okay. That's we're, we'd rather do that than the Skyway Lounge. Gotcha. So we'll see though. Um. So just if you could help us out, Jay, how do you go about making reservations? Can you do it the day of, or do you have to plan that in advance? Well, I planned it in advance. Um, I'm not sure what the avail- availability is for the Skyline Lounge uh, on a day, you know, like on a daily basis. But I know in the past, like we've done the fan, uh, when Fantasmic was around. I mean, of course it's coming back. But what I'm saying is that when they had Fantasmic in the in in the past, they uh, we actually did it the same day uh, on one occasion. So I, I'm not sure if this is going to be the same thing or not. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting because you know if uh, one of the things that you guys pointed out in your previous podcast was the fact that what if it's windy? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, yeah. uh, you know, basically you're, you know, I mean, I understand you're getting two hours of lounge time, but, you know, I, honestly, for 45 bucks, I, I, I want the fireworks show. Yeah. Sure. Agreed. Sure. Agreed. Well, so since we're on the, this topic, um, I posed this to the guys last time. What other area of the park would you consider spending $45 mm, for question. to watch the fireworks and, and hang out with uh, your friends and family? Well, I think Katal Restaurant is a, definitely a great choice, and and like I said, for the extra fifteen bucks, I think that was a, a you know, outstanding um, option. Um, in the past, uh, about three years ago, my wife and I stayed at the Grand Californian uh, Hotel and, and Spa, and we've got we got the um, uh, the concierge package, right? And uh, one of the things that's a, a perk of that is that you can go into their lounge area that you can uh, get free food and free desserts and, and so forth throughout the day. And uh, <laughs> wow. they, they actually have a spectacular view of the fireworks at that mm. point. So now, of course, that's not $45 because we, you know, the concierge package is definitely, you know, up there in price. But the thing is, is that if if I paid 45 bucks, you know, at Disneyland Hotel or the Grand California or whatever, that would be definitely worth it, even without drinks. I would be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, it's a it's it's a spectacular view. And then they pipe the uh, music to the fireworks through the uh, Disney, one of the Disney uh, television stations or whatever. And uh, so, yeah, it, it's it's a cool experience. Oh, very, very, very cool. Uh, I think another another thing where you can do forty five dollars and and still have a pretty decent view is the uh, the restaurant, the uh, Carthay Circle yes. restaurant. 
And uh, I mean, you know, if you go on a budget and just say, oh, I just want an appetizer, <laughs> you know, then, mm -hmm. then you're cool. You know, you just ask for a, a you know, a seat on the balcony or whatever, and, and uh, you'll definitely have a, a straight shot uh, as far as the view is concerned to the, uh, to the fireworks at Disneyland. Okay. Oh, I never thought about Carthay Circle Lounge for that. It's not the Carthay Circle Lounge. It's actually the dinner, you know. Oh, it's you upstairs, it's right? Upstairs. It's a restaurant. You have to get on the second floor, and you specifically have to ask for the uh, the balcony seating. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. This little insider tip cool right there. That would be. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good seat. That'd be a so, cool little area. Carthay Circle Restaurant asks for the balcony seating. Uh, yes. Around eight forty-five to nine o'clock, right? Yeah, Maybe so. like uh, everybody yeah. else, you know. But heck yeah, yeah, exactly. And then just eat like about you know like a, a teaspoon at a time of whatever your meal is. So oh yeah, jeez. <laughs> you can just draw it out, you know. Just make sure if you you start at eight o'clock, then you know your meal lasts for an hour and twenty-five minutes or whenever. Oh the yeah, I, starts. yeah. There you uh, go. Uh, you know, I, I heard there's a certain appetizer there at that restaurant. It's some kind of roll or like a, something there that's incredibly good. Um, so I have to well, there's the, uh, the, yeah, the, the biscuits, the, uh, yes. cheese, yes. see, I'm trying to the name of it, but the biscuits. The, I think it's the jalapeno and cheese biscuits. Yeah. Those are definitely mm. good. Wow. And I'm sure you, you've, I'm sure you've had those, right? Oh yeah. It's, oh. It's, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. They, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, light and fluffy. Uh, it's cheesy. It's uh, got um, you know the um, uh, you know the 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 flavor of the jalapeno, but it doesn't have the heat of the jalapeno. And in fact, my wife, she's not uh, very uh, you know conducive to when it comes to uh, spicy foods. It doesn't really kind of resonate with her. So that's the thing is that when she eats these, it actually is is okay. Um, and mm. then the uh, and then the other thing too is the uh, firecracker duck wings. Ooh. So instead of the the mm. you know regular chicken wings, you've got duck wings, which are about twenty five percent larger. And they also the 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 bonus to duck wings is that they have uh, a little more fat on the skin. So mm. like when you fry them up, the uh, you know the 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 fry the, you know the the skin is like super crispy on the outside, but then you still have that layer of fat that sort of uh, you know, goes between the meat and the and the out, outer layer of the crispiness, and it just makes the the meat that much more juicy. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry now. That sounds good. Yeah, crazy. So this is at the Carthay Circle Restaurant. I've never, we've never stepped foot in there. There's always a wait, and sometimes we'll sit there and we'll wait and we'll wait, and then I just get so tired and like, nah. You know, I've I've ducked my head in there, and what I noticed, I think there's a bunch of like old old pictures of. Like Buena Vista Street in there, and right isn't that what that's? I'm thinking of the of the right place. Yeah, uh, as far as the Carthay Circle. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so you know, the the thing that uh, also about the biscuits. Going back to the biscuits, is that it's not just the fact that they're just like you know it, it, it's you know like the ingredients are just part of the biscuit itself. It's actually stuffed with the cheese. And the, uh, the jalapeno thing. So, like, when you eat in, you know, you get that cheese oozing out. Oh, so it's kind of like, uh, I'm trying to think of the, uh, there's a restaurant that uh, reminds me of uh, when I ate it. But anyways, regardless, yeah, it's definitely a, a worthwhile um Okay, you know, that's on the list. No, I'm yeah. going to have to try does it. it. Put it on the list. Does yeah. it, Jay, does it come with any sort of uh, dipping sauce or do you need such a, a thing for it? 
Yeah, well, it, it does come with the dipping sauce, but um, trying to, it's a apricot honey butter. Oh, Ooh. And so, oh I really you know, like that. that. That's, you know, the thing that sort of like uh, you, you provide a little bit of sweetness yeah. to the uh, savory. And then also you get a, just a slight hint of uh, spicy with the jalapeno. And then you got the crispy outside with the biscuits and, you know, the gooey inside with the cheese. And, you know, so it's got all those things working together and just it's a it's a great uh, taste sensation that uh, i definitely encourage everyone to try okay sold absolutely sold (laughs) (laughs) right on okay so the summer heroes menu is coming up for you in a couple weeks um what are you looking forward to the most on this that's a really good question because i you know i've been studying the menu and I, I mean, I'm not trying to be like a, you know, like a letdown here, but I, honestly, there's just, I mean, there's a lot of like interesting menu items here, but it's uh, a lot of it is like dressed up. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, when it comes to the like the food stuff, it really looks more like like uh, stuff that you would get like at a street vendor or whatever and then yeah. they just put like a very you know fancy name to it you know something like that's uh, <laughs> appropriate to the the guardians of the galaxy or whatever but it, really i mean it's nothing more than you know like something you can get at a you know a, a food truck or whatever in the, in the streets of la and so it's just that's what kind of makes me a little bit reluctant to i mean i'm still I'm, I'm still willing to try it but you know i've been reading a lot of the posts on social media and uh you know some various websites and stuff like that they're like yeah it looks cool but um the taste is okay you know what i mean mm. so i'm just like oh wow you know that that kind of that, that sort of you know, my heart sinks a little bit when I when I hear those kind of reviews because it's just like, I mean, am I still willing to try? You know, give it a shot. Of course, you know, because that's me. I'm, a, you know, I'm a foodie and I love food and I'm I'm willing to, you know, assess the, the value of what what they're offering, you know, in, in my own interpretation or whatever. Sure. But uh, you know, the thing is, is that when I hear these type of reviews, I'm just like, well, I'm just I'm a little bit reluctant at the same time. Okay. So as far as like the the things that I'm like maybe looking forward to is uh, like uh, I heard that the, uh, the the nachos are pretty good. The mm-hmm. obviously nachos, it's a blue corn t- blue corn tortilla chips with uh, mm-hmm. red pepper cheese sauce and uh, mojo marinated chicken, uh, chipotle crema and a mm. green onion. So I mean it. Oh, I, I'm it, looking at a picture of those right yeah, now. They look yeah, really, I am too. They look w- good. Are those right, at right. the um, Cove Bar or where are those? Um, these ones are. I, now, what they're saying is that it's at the. Let's see. The Nowhere Eats mm-hmm. is a near the Studio Catering Company. Yeah. And Cosmic Canteen. So ah. my understanding is that that's where Hollywood Land and sort of where the back lot is, where they had the. Uh, where, where they had the, uh, the, the mad tea party. It? Yeah. Mad tea party. There you go. Exactly. And so, you know, that's the thing that, uh, I I'm thinking that, you know, they have those little trucks back there and then the mm-hmm. little food stations. That's where I'm thinking that where they're serving it again, I haven't gone there yet, so mm-hmm. I, I can't say for sure, but you know, it, you know, I'm willing to give it a shot. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Excellent. So the but, nachos, I mean, you know, like, 
like you know, let me let me give you an example of like some of the things that are like meh, like <laughs> okay. you know the the space outpost tacos, chicken street tacos with chopped cilantro and onions. Mm -hmm. I okay. see those right there. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? I mean, you know, it's like what, you know, and then the most dangerous tacos in the galaxy. I mean, you know, it's a very sort of like loquacious name. You know, it's like most dangerous tacos in the galaxy. I mean, you know, just sort of like these descriptive things. I'm, I'm thinking like, wait, when I first read that, I'm like, wait, is that Taco Bell? I mean, oh, <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, you know, it's like, it's like it's most dangerous because you're gonna go to the bathroom afterwards, or like, maybe. <laughs> So anyways, uh, yeah, so I mean, that's like barbacoa beef tacos with green onion slaw mm -hmm. and uh, purple cabbage pickled onions and the salsa with the with the tortillas. So it's like, yes, they're using these uh, dyed tortilla chips and dyed, you know, tortilla shells for the for the uh, tacos and stuff like that. But I mean, there's nothing really unique about, you know, the, the food offerings. You know, it's unlike, you know, when I went to the the uh, uh, food and wine festival, I mean, those were like unique you know i mean those were like well thought out um mm -hmm. they're well executed it was it was great you know outstanding flavors they did outstanding beer pairings with everything and you know whereas this is just like okay well let's just put a, a a sexy name on these you know these street foods and then we'll call it good you know and just like it doesn't really resonate with me as much yeah you know, it kind of seems like this might lend itself better to having like a Summer of Heroes uh, food festival where you pay like a small price and or, or maybe not a small price, but like a, a fixed price and you get to sample a bunch of things. Right. I, I think that would I'd be, be more fun. I'd be more intuitive if it was like that. But right, you, exactly. But and if you look at the menu, it's like 60 percent of the menu is is drinks. And it's mm -hmm. just like, you know, a. I mean, if it is. I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't like to me, it's like that doesn't entice me. And you know, as, a, as a Southern California resident, it doesn't entice me to go to Disneyland just for that, you know, no. or just DCA or whatever. It's like, but whereas like the summer, uh, I mean, excuse me, the uh, food and wine festival. Yes. I went down there specifically, uh, you know, for that particular event. Whereas this one, I'm like, eh, you know, if I go there, cool. If not, you know, that's fine. I, you know, I won't be sad if I missed it. But since it runs through September, then I'm just like, oh, I'm going to be there anyways. Might as well try it. Oh, good. Good. So is your plan just to spend the whole day there and sampling food? Or are you just going to? No, what? we're going to check out the, check out things. I mean, you know, we'll see uh, how the line is for... Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> the new guardians of the galaxy ride but i i have uh reservations as far as like you know if it's going to be acceptable or not because i i basically have a 30 minute time frame you know in which you know i'll wait for a ride okay. so it's like uh, you know given the the popularity of this attraction i i doubt that it's going to be less than 30 minutes by the time i go there but you know you never know so right we'll, we'll Okay. Yeah, that's um, yeah. So there were some foods that we want you to try, though, Jay, because um, oh. <laughs> we were looking at there. So on my on my pick, I know you don't want to try the drinks, maybe, but there's one called Spinal Fluid. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what a weird. That's it's such, such a, a weird it's a Disney very, name. It's a very oh, off-putting yeah. name, but um, can you read? The, do you have the description there, Jess? Um, of, yeah, of what the, hang on. Let me scroll down to that specific one. Um, do, 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 do. I'm sorry. Let me scroll up. I got it. It's banana, mango. I don't even know what that cool, word is. Coolie. Coolie and chili lime spice. Oh. That sounds outstanding. Yeah, <laughs> say that sounds, the chili lime spice sounds right up his alley. Yes. Hell yeah. I, 
I like the spicier, the better for me, and the more exotic, the better for me. Okay. Okay. What about you, Udi? So the one that I'm going to ask that you try, and I had a friend of mine send me pictures of this already, and, you may, and I'm sure you've seen it already, is the jalapeno cheese Groot-shaped bread. Okay. Have you seen that already? I've seen it. Um, it uh, they've had the jalapeno cheese mm-hmm. bread in the in the yeah. past, and uh, and I'm just thinking that it's basically the same, same. thing. It's Probably. Just, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, I, that's fine. I'm willing to give it a shot. I tried the. Uh, a lot of people swear uh, that the uh, jalapeno cheese uh, um, pretzels are outstanding at Disneyland, and I'm not as convinced. But uh, you know, I mean, then again. Who am I to judge? You know what I mean? Like me, it's like I have a certain palate that maybe is different from someone else. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, there there may be people out there that think, you know, McDonald's hamburgers are are the best hamburgers in the world. I mean, it, it, am I one to argue with them? No, of course not, because it's subjective. You know what I mean? So sure. it's like, even though it may not necessarily resonate with me, it's still, you know, maybe you know, outstanding for them. So that's fine. You know, I'm not judging. I'm just saying that if I don't come with as uh, with a positive review of it, then, you know, just just, you know, that's just my own, you know, opinion. So, you know, it is what it is, but I'm willing to try it. Heck yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to try anything pretty much. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Um, oh gosh, I feel like we're going to make them fat because we're giving them all oh. sweet stuff. Sweet stuff. Um, not sweet. No. No, the if, she's not sweet. Right, that's yeah. true. That's true. Good point, good point. Um, I'm totally eyeballing the Angry Little Pudding Cup, which has the, the chocolate pudding, the chocolate sandwich cookies, whipped cream, and a funnel cake fries. Oh. Okay. Right? I'm like, it just looks, I'm looking at the picture right now, and it just looks good. Sure. Okay. <laughs> right? So, yeah. I Yeah. I mean, there's certain things, I you know, I, I uh, uh, I'm like I said, I'm willing to be adventurous. And I'm willing to try it out. I, uh, you know, but based on my experience, I, I, I'm not as excited to try it, but I'm definitely willing to try it. It's just that mm-hmm. fact is that they make it sound better than what it's. That's a good point. You know, what yeah. So I mean, it's like this is basically you know like a kid's dessert that um, you know they're dressing up as you know something a little bit different, but. Hey, like I said, I'm I'm definitely willing to, to give it a shot, and, and uh, I'll let you know how it is. All right. Awesome. Maybe we right. definitely look, look forward to that. Yeah, I'll send you the bill afterwards. Yes, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, send it to us because, yeah, we're going to. Sure. That's funny. Um, <laughs> out of all these, like, special Disneyland food events that they've had over the course of the years, uh, what's been your favorite? Because I know you've gone to, like, most of them. Um, just listening to your past shows. Uh, I mean, as far as like the special events are concerned. Yeah, because I know you went to the, I know you went to that um, Halloween one, and you went to right. the one that Tangaroa Terrace thing, mm-hmm. that was at the Disneyland Hotel, I think. Correct. Yes. And uh, it, well, yeah, Tangaroa Terrace. Uh, well, the one for, uh, well, the see, I went to two Mahalloweens. Oh. So the first Mahalloween was at the. Uh, uh, Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar, and then the uh, other yes. one was at the Disneyland Hotel. Okay. And uh, the the first one was sort of like an, 
I mean, it was a cluster mess, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it was, it was, I mean, it was fun. Don't get me wrong, but it was like, they were totally unprepared for the amount of people that were, you know, willing to, you know, pay the, the money to, to, uh, partake in this event. The second one, it was more organized mm-hmm. and I, I liked it. But the thing is, is that did I see as much value in it just because the, I mean, when you boil it down to its bare essence it's like uh, you're, you're paying money to buy something else you know what i mean so i'm paying money to pay money for something else you know so it's sure. like it, you know it was it was it was fun it was interesting i really enjoyed my experience but i wasn't as convinced that i would do it again and which i didn't because they had a third halloween and i didn't attend that event but uh anyways um i yeah, it was it was cool. And as far as like the the food was concerned, that wasn't as they didn't really sell the food beforehand. They were just like, well, we're gonna have these appetizers or whatever. So, um, what it boiled down to, as far as the, like those events were concerned, it was like uh, the Trader Sam's uh, Enchanted Tiki Bar uh, food menu just amped up a little bit, you know, because they they had like um uh, like the um, uh, the the uh, uh what do you call it the um uh the raw tuna oh my gosh the ahi pokey oh, yes. tuna in, in the little uh like a cone like it mm-hmm. looked like a miniature uh cone but it, instead of being made of like a you know a, like a sweet bread uh material it was actually made with seaweed mm-hmm. so it was a savory cone instead and that was pretty decent you know because they had the black sesame seed on top of it and then a little bit of savory sauce and the intermingled uh, in between yeah it it was actually pretty good uh and then they had like some uh pork belly sliders which were good um you know so they you know i mean they had some really decent food and so but the thing is is that at the end of the day it was like uh, i didn't i didn't think it was worth it because I was like, well, I can get those at other restaurants and mm-hmm. like I'm not as uh, much of an enthusiast for the limited edition merchandise when it comes to like the um like those uh, zombie mugs or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, I have maybe, one. Maybe, I have one. Oh yeah, you do have yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> so so for for you, you know what I mean, it's it would be worthwhile because you're getting something that's like a very limited edition mm-hmm. and uh, you can't get it anywhere else unless you, you know, buy buy it on eBay for an exorbitant amount. Um, but as far as like for me, it's like I'm not into that so much. I just wanted to, you know, go for the experience more so than anything else. Right. Mm-hmm. OK. Okay. All right. Are we gonna move? Are we gonna move forward? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah so summer is basically upon us. I think, I think summer starts tomorrow, uh, June twentieth, or is it June twenty-first? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so summer is upon us, and definitely summer is in full swing at the Disneyland uh, Resort. So um, we were hoping, Jay, you could take us on a little tour of the resort and highlight a couple of your favorites um, and a couple of things that guests could look forward to. Um, you know some of the some of the traditional offerings that the park has to offer that would absolutely okay Uh, but before i begin let me because i've been uh, recently listening to all the podcasts that you guys have available okay so i wanted to no problem (laughs) i'm enjoying the show and i i uh i think you guys got a good thing going here and i thank you you know am recommending it to all my uh, fellow disney enthusiasts so definitely thank you i we really appreciate that (laughs) absolutely sure So uh, let's let's talk about your boy Leon. 
Okay. <laughs> Leon, my boy Leon, dude, you love nachos? I got nachos for you. You know what I'm saying? Let me try this out. Okay, first off, the LTP crew, they they straight up undersold you on the nachos at the, the lobster nachos at the, the Cove Bar. Okay, those nachos are absolutely bomb, dude. It's like they're tender pieces of lobster mm-hmm. on top of house-made tortilla chips with black beans, pico de gallo, chipotle oh, crema, wow. and a signature aged cheddar and Oaxaca cream, uh, cheese sauce. Okay. Huh. Now, for me, I love spicy, so I always ask for a little extra uh, serrano peppers on the side. uh, And, and, you know, you can tailor it to whatever, however you like it. But the only thing I wish they would do at uh, at the Cove Bar is I wish (laughs) they would offer the extra, you know, offer the option of of getting extra lobster, right? Okay, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, because, I mean, they put about maybe, what, three tablespoons of of lobster on there? I'm just like, dude, you're teasing me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, <laughs> I want more. lobster. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm a seafood lover. And, and uh, you know, when, when you put that on there, you just, all you're doing is feeding the beast. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, oh, yeah. man. I'm going to try them when I'm yeah. there in July. We're going to go to the Cove Bar because yeah. I've never been. Leon, so. Leon is my really good friend. I've known him for 14 years, I think, coming up now. And so, yeah, he is a nacho freak. And okay. so I will definitely let him know because he was asking. Obviously, you heard the episode. and He was like, "Wait, what are the ingredients?" So he wanted to know. So I'm going to tell him. Listen to this episode. Listen to this oh. episode because we got. I'm actually probably going to call him when we're done. It's like, hey, by the way, that whole thing. I'm not with done, nachos. my friend. Okay, oh, okay. I'm done. All right, all right. I have another page and a half, page and a half of nachos <laughs> for you to. See. Seriously, I love it. I love it. Not enthusiast as myself. Jay, Jay, just real quick because I want to hear about the other nachos that you're going to talk about. But um, uh, if you were to order a single serving of the lobster nachos, is it enough for like four adults, or is it how big is it? Yeah, is it shareable for? I mean, just give us a ballpark. Uh, It depends on how drunk I am. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If if I'm like super drunk, it'd probably be like. Uh, one and a half servings. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, okay. Uh, but you know, if, you, if you're trying to be polite, yeah, you could definitely share between two and three people. Yeah, now Leon, but uh, all yeah, by if, himself. if you've had, uh, you know, if you've imbibed quite a few adult beverages during the throughout the day or whatever, then uh, I'd say, you know, get that and you could split it with one other person uh, comfortably. Cool. Okay. All right. Good all right. Yeah. All right. Go, go, go nachos. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. Cool. So we got the second option, Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. Mm-hmm. Go to Whitewater Snacks. Okay. Okay. So on the standard menu, you've got the beef, pork, and chicken nachos, or, you know, beef, pork, or chicken, I should say. I mean, maybe you can get them combined. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyways, that, you know, it's pretty standard. It comes with cheese sauce, guacamole, chipotle, uh, crema, and uh, pico de gallo. Mm. However... So if, if you're willing to uh, ask them, they have a carnitas nachos. Oh. oh, boy. And that also, that comes with cheese as well, but it also comes with guacamole, sour cream, and jalapenos, as well as oh. pico de gallo. Wow. So that's a secret menu item that you have to ask for specifically. They don't have it listed. Ooh. Okay. Can we mention yeah. your name there? <laughs> uh, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jay, yeah, actually, that guy, that, uh, that guy actually like um, um, owes his money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. Sweet. 
and then as a bonus i mean you know if you're not totally like if you if you're cool with deviating from nachos just a bit they also have carne asada and pollo asada french fries as well Ooh, oh no way oh man that is yeah. a weakness for me wow holy moly that sounds good too i love wow. that wow that little yeah, so snack bar is great if especially during the summertime i don't know if you guys ever been to the whitewater snacks i have uh, never I, so have. I actually have been in there yes yeah okay cool so you know they're uh, in there like when you go inside it's like it's a definite contrast in terms of temperature you know like they keep their air conditioner on blast yes. like full time every you know all the time every day and so it's like as soon as you enter that that uh, establishment you're just like it, it, it immediately your body cools down about 20 degrees so that <laughs> that's awesome for the summertime okay it's not a bad place to go eat all right exactly now, the next one I'm going to say is Downtown Disney at Tortilla Joe's. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they have their, you know, again, we, we've got the standard nachos, and that has the, the tortilla chips, black beans, Monterey Jack cheese, salsa roja, pica de gallo, guacamole, sour cream. Then, uh, you know, you got your choice of meat. You can get shredded chicken, grilled chicken, beef, or steak. Now, they also have a signature barbacoa nachos, mm. and that, uh, again, comes with the tortilla chips, but then the barbacoa beef, house-made cheese sauce, black beans, pickled jalapenos, uh, a, me- a mixture of Mexican cheeses. I'm, I'm not sure which um, cheeses that they use. Uh, pico <laughs> de gallo, guacamole, and crema fresca. Mm. Wow. So, now, here's the thing. What I enjoy about Tortilla Joe's nachos is that their chips have a nice weight and balance of crispiness. Okay. So they're hearty enough to support, you know, the salsa and guacamole, but then they're still crispy and crunchy. So, you know, when they're sitting, you know, when the ingredients, you know, the wet ingredients are sitting on top of the chips, they're not like getting soft right away. They actually can, you know, sustain their their crispy and crunchiness, you know, for, for a longer t- period of time than your standard nachos. So I, I really like that a lot. We're going to have to try that because I told my best friend when we were there in July, that's one place. We're going to do Goofy's and then the uh, Wine Country, Tutoria. And then I told her I want to do Tortilla Joe's because I love their pineapple mojito. So now I know what I'll eat with my pineapple mojito. Well, you know what goes with good uh, with pineapple mojitos is uh, guacamole. And they have a table side guacamole. So what they do is they have a little cart that goes around and they have the avocados. Now, I understand. I mean, this is something that they do at, uh, I think, Chevy's and some of the other, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, bigger chains or whatever, you know, Mexican food restaurants. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what I like, it, it's first off, it's in downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. And secondly, they do a really good job of making sure that you're. Like the other places that they do the table side guacamole, they're just like, okay, here's all the ingredients. We're gonna mix it up and boom, you know, here it, it mm-hmm. you know, gonna put it on your table. Here they're like, here, please taste it. Make sure it's okay. Make sure it's okay with you know everybody else at the table. And then uh, you know if it's good, then cool. If not, then you know we'll adjust it accordingly. Oh wow. Yeah. So sounds nice. Yeah, so that that's very uh, generous of them. I mean, at the at the same time, at fourteen bucks, I mean, it is a bit of uh, you know on the expensive side. But you know, I mean, hey, you're at Disneyland, you might as well splurge you a little it, bit. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. You know, you're drinking some pineapple mojito, so might as well. Oh, I'm so excited about that. Now, the nachos that they serve you there at, Tortu- or at uh, Tortilla Joe's, do they give you like a bigger portion there than at the Cobar? It's uh, approximately about the same size. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, in, in as far as the, the price point, um, I believe they're similar. 
I mean, you know, obviously the the thing that sells the the Cove Bar over uh, Tortilla Joe's is the fact that it's lobster. I mean, you know, it's like it's seafood, so you know, you, you know, for me that that kind of gives it that extra little oomph, you know, like pushes me over. Like if I'm making a choice between the two, then I'm definitely going with the Cove Bar. Hmm. <laughs> All right, yeah, we've never been, so we'll have to stand. It's always a long line, but it sounds like it's totally worth it. Yeah. So, and then I got one final nacho item for for uh, your friend there, Leon, and uh, it's the ice cream nachos. Have you guys had these before? What? I have. I have heard rumors of these things showing up. What? Okay. Yes. Uh, they serve them at the Golden Horseshoe. Yes. Okay. Again, yeah, they're not a standard menu item. You have to ask for them special, but you get a scoop of vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry ice creams, and uh, they are on a bed of cracked waffle bowls. With hot fudge, yeah, and sprinkled with chocolate chips, and uh, all of it's topped with uh, whipped cream and three maraschino cherries. Oh, jeez, <laughs> that sounds delicious! Wow, Holy yeah, it's a it's, it's a dessert for the gods. Oh, for <laughs> sure it is. Summertime chip. Well, yeah, I'm on a diet, but that's gonna lose it in July. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jay, I mean, they they don't offer nachos at uh, Rancho at all. Not, not that I saw. No, I mean, uh, kind of weird. Have you? Have you? I mean, if you've seen, seen it, I've never seen it. Menu, I, I haven't. Uh, actually, let me look it up real quick because I, my understanding is that they don't offer them. At least the last time I was there. Yeah, I didn't think they, they offered them, but I was know. wondering if we knew about some secret menu or some secret handshake you could give them to. Mm. Give them nacho. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Because uh, when not- when we were there last time, I mean, Udi and I, we, we, we both got salads, and they were just, like, asking us how you wanted it done, and they made it right there. So I just figured they can customize whatever you want there. But who knows? I know. Well, you figured the birthplace of the of the uh, Doritos would, would have uh, mm-hmm. nachos, right? Right, right. You know? So, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I, I don't see them on their standard menu, and I have not heard of anyone uh, getting nachos at Rancho del Zocolo uh, in you know, I mean, if you've heard something different, that's cool. But um, yeah, I never yeah, have. No. I, hmm. yeah. I think maybe we need to try that. I'll ask for it. Okay. There. Yes. Ask. There you go. All right. Cool. So now and I'm not sure. Before, before I go into my my uh, venue there, uh, Jess, I just want to say that um, I know that you tried to get the tahine spice. Yes. At yeah, Tropical Imports, and uh, okay. So here's the thing: <laughs> is that. They used to have them in a little bowl next to like the station where they had the little, uh, where they had the forks and, and the, the like the napkins and yeah. stuff like that. Unfortunately, they don't carry them anymore. Okay. However, they do, if you do ask a cast member, they do have them there. Okay, so it's just kind of underneath the counter. Correct. Okay, cool. Then we'll so, try that this time when we're there in July. Yeah, definitely. And if, and if you still can't find them, I have three packets right here sitting in front of me. I will definitely <laughs> mail them to you. I love it. All right. That sounds good. Yeah, because we wanted to try it. It sounded so good. It does yeah. really sound good. I really want to try that when we go. Yeah. Yep. We have to. Yeah. So we'll Again, try. maybe you should mention Jay's name when you when you go over there. Yeah, there we go. Right? Okay. I love it. I love it. There you go. Okay, awesome. Now, again, like I said, I want nachos, so... Oh, yeah. no, I'm, I'm extremely hungry right now, so... Thank you so very much for that. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I've got uh, five pages of, of menu items for you to try for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and for snacks at your day, you know, for, for your day at Disneyland during the summertime. Now, obviously, you don't... You're not able to try everything in, in one... Uh, 
in one day, you know, this may, you know, you may need to pace yourself and, and uh, spread it out <laughs> over three, four days or what have you. But, uh, uh, you know, these are things that I feel that are not just great summer foods, but great summer food experiences. Oh, okay. All so the better. It's, yeah. You know, it's not just about, you know, just going to your nearest uh, quick service restaurant and, you know, getting something and walking around and just not even thinking about what you're eating. This is where you want to sit down, enjoy yourself, relax, or, you know, maybe, you know, just enjoy the atmosphere or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh, sometimes they're expensive, sometimes they're not. And uh, so I'll try to give you a variety of different, uh, you know, things that that uh, that you can try that, uh, you know, can fit your budget, um, you know, accordingly. Okay. All right. All right. So, so for breakfast, I'm, I'm going to go big baller style here first. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to Catal restaurant. Okay. And I know this is on the expensive side. This is, uh, uh, they're actually part of the patina restaurant group, which is, you know, most of the restaurants in downtown Disney are part of the restaurant group, but this is their, their higher end establishment. Okay. So the, the way I like to start my day is calm and cool, you know, especially during the summertime. Yes. Right. It's, it's, you know, the mornings during summer are a perfect time to, to stop by downtown Disney and uh, you're seated. You know, the, one of the things that they do is they seat you on the second floor. So you have a view of downtown Disney. And so you're seeing the, the, the sun rising above, you know, above everyone uh, as they're walking towards the parks. And uh, they have a really diverse menu of breakfast items. But personally, I'm really, I love chilaquiles. I don't know oh, if you Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what this so is. I don't either. Okay. Okay. Let me just well, jump in. Let me just you jump in here. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Let me just jump in here. Okay. So for a lot of people don't know this, for a couple of years, I was a breakfast cook. And one of the things that I made for nothing but the staff was chilaquiles. And they loved my chilaquiles. So I need to hear this because my recipe was pretty darn good at mm-hmm. not not to you know tip my own hat but everyone loved them like they would they would constantly be like can you make some can you make some can you mm-hmm. make some so chili kilos are amazing you still haven't told me what they are okay yeah, well I'll, are I'll, I'll let jay describe okay. it yeah okay no that's why i mean essentially they're tortilla strips and they're mixed with uh you know queso fresco uh usually a ranchero sauce uh eggs uh, crema and, uh, and guacamole. Okay. Now, what what uh, differentiates these from the the, the standard uh, chilaquiles is the fact that they use chorizo, which Ooh. I like that added saltiness and you know provides that meaty yep. you know texture as well. So that's the reason why I chose this restaurant uh, for that particular item. That sounds so um, good. Do yep. they take reservations for? that kind of stuff uh for breakfast i don't think pretty much you don't need reservations i've i've gone there a couple of times honestly i mean it wasn't that busy i think there's like maybe three other people or three other parties i should say okay uh, you know that were that were there i you know breakfast isn't a, isn't that big of a deal because most of the time you know when when people are going to the parks they're just like we just want to get there for the magic morning yeah uh, magic hours or whatever and and you know they don't want to deal with uh, breakfast they just rather eat something quick in the parks okay yeah that's we'll have to we have four solid days there so we're gonna have to we'll do breakfast there one but that sounds really good Yep. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, I mean, they've got chilaquiles at other establishments around the resort, but I think that these ones are the best. 
and uh, of course that's just my my opinion but i also like the fact that you got this great view of downtown disney and you see all the people going by and they're you know it's the first thing in the morning so everybody's enthusiastic and energetic they're just like yes 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 we're gonna go and you know see the kids out there just bouncing around you know just just you know not, they're they're not just walking towards the parks they're actually like skipping towards the park you know <laughs> of course it's just of course awesome so and what? Then, you know, so what time do you recommend getting there? Yeah, seven like thirty. Well, they open up at, at seven, so Whoa. you know, seven seven thirty. You know, okay, so yeah, that's a good, good time. You know, so it's not too early, and and uh, you know the the temperature's still cool, and uh, you know the sun is out by that point. So I mean, you know, it's great. It's a great time of day, and it's a it's a great way to start your day. There's a Starbucks right down the right down the way, so Shannon will survive. It'll be great. Stop it. Well, if you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel, you got two Starbucks on your way to the right. <laughs> They're like right there. Yeah, exactly. That's ridiculous. I love. Um, it. Now, if you're in, if you're already inside Disneyland, then you know go to Rancho del Zocalo. Now, yeah. here's the thing. Back in the day, or it wasn't that far along. I mean, back you know before February 2016, which is you know less than a year ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, they used to have a, a really great breakfast at the Riverbell Terrace. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Excuse me, Riverbell Terrace. And uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. they they decided to discontinue breakfast there, and they moved it over to Rancho del Zocalo. Oh. Now here's the thing: is that. I mean, it's a it's a nice spot. I mean, I like Rancho del Zocalo as far as the ambiance is concerned. I mean, they got nice decor and everything like that. It's very calm, very cool. It's out of the way from the early morning crowds, you know, and, 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 you know, people are going to the various attractions, you know, all over the place. But, you know, not many people are thinking about breakfast at Rancho del Zocalo. Right. But what the thing is, is that you don't get the same view of the rivers of America that you get. Yeah. At the Riverboro Terrace. And the the ambiance is also a little bit differently different, excuse me, um, because of the fact that you're not sitting in, in overlooking the entire frontier land, you know, um, I guess panorama. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just kind of like, you know, you're you're in that little sequestered area where they have the restaurant. Everything's kind of walled off. And, yeah, I mean, it's in close proximity to you know to to the big thunder ranch but you know it's like i mean the big thunder railroad but you know that's not not that big of a deal especially that early in the morning because you're not hearing the the big thunder railroad go by um yeah so anyways but you know if you do decide to eat inside the disneyland park then i would say go for it uh eat there and uh try their chorizo and egg burrito Ooh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. And then if you're if you have a sweet tooth, they also have the Mickey Mouse pancake. Mm-hmm. Is it the best pancake you'll ever had? No, it's it's a little bit tough and chewy, and it's you know the the syrup is on the sweet side. But then again, I mean, especially if you're with a kid or whatever, you know, you're just kind of enjoying the experience for what it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, as far as uh, Disney California Adventure, mm-hmm. I would say try nothing. <laughs> it's, I, I hate to be down here, but it really, this is not really a good place for breakfast. They do have breakfast at Flo's VA Cafe, oh. but it's really, I've, I've tried it before, okay? It's not that good. No, and in fact, like one it. of their sort of so-called uh, signature items is the uh, brioche French toast platter. Okay. And it sounds sexy, right? Yeah. But when you try it, you're just like, uh, mm. oh, no. 
No, no, no. You know, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a bummer. So you know, that's the thing is that I I wouldn't recommend going there. I, I would say, uh, you know, just go ahead and, and try the other two options that are available. Okay. Okay. Yeah, when we ate there, we weren't a huge fan of it. I think the scrambled eggs were pretty runny and not great at all. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so that's my breakfast. Okay. You know, the choices there and now uh, from henceforth i'll say the recurring themes that i'm going to present to you is air conditioning and booze so <laughs> <laughs> udi's in i love it yeah I for the air conditioning it. not the booze okay. lies, lies. <laughs> you pack of lies now the first option adventureland's getting their makeover and so you know indiana jones adventure outpost and the south seas trader stores will be closing permanently yep yes and in their stead, they will be expanding Bengal barbecue. So crazy to me. Oh, he's happy. He's happy. <laughs> okay, so that that's me clapping because I love it because Bengal barbecue is so popular, and it's a freaking mess to get a seat just to sit down and eat, right? That is and true. And so for them to you know create this indoor spot with air conditioning, you know, mind you. The, it's just, I mean, it's just perfect, you know, because it's lighter fare. I mean, you're talking about, you know, things that are on skewers, you know, just meat and vegetables. So it's not going to weigh you down. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also even added a few special menu items. Uh, I mean, hopefully they'll carry it over to the, the, the new uh, establishment that they're going to be opening after June 30th. Uh, but they're going to have the ahi pokey spring roll. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a mm-hmm. skewer. Uh, personally, I mean, I don't know, you know, what, if you guys have been there before or not, but, you know, my personal favorites are the safari skewer, which is bacon wrapped asparagus and the chieftain chi- uh, chicken skewer uh, with the Polynesian sauce. That sounds good. That one have sounds you guys good. been? I haven't. I haven't eaten there probably since I was 10. It's been it's been about seven, probably. Well, know. you're only 18, so. I, I, thank you. Oh, you guys are so sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't eaten there in years. It's been a long time. Udi, you've never eaten there, huh? Never. I've walked by there hundreds of times. Well, it, yeah. It always smells nice to me, but I've never stopped in. Wow. You're missing out then, because the, I swear to you, the safari skewer comes with a little uh, side of uh, lemon wedge. Mm-hmm. And I, please, when you when you get the bacon wrapped asparagus and you throw, you know, you squeeze a little bit of lemon juice on top of that, it's like heaven in your mouth. It's it's it, absolutely amazing. So definitely do that next time you're there. That will be up to Mark and Udi. Yes. It's all you guys. Okay. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing about those, uh, this establishment is that all the menu items are very healthy for you as well. Mm-hmm. They're low in calories, low in fat. Like I told you about the, um, you know, the Dole Whip. Uh, these are actually the the second healthiest items that you can have at the at Disneyland Park. So okay, yeah, my cousin when he he's on a special diet, that's what he eats a lot of the time because they say that that's the healthiest. So yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I used to. I mean, actually, I could probably look up the caloric content and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, that's on a, a different. Uh, uh, on a different script here, but uh, <laughs> anyways, regardless, it's it's a uh, it's a great deal. Anyways, but. Um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the Bengal barbecue as far as its history is concerned. I'm not very familiar. Are you, Mark? I knew it was Sunkist, I presume, before that. Exactly. And, like, I'm not sure, like, okay, so 
basically, right now, they're doing a, uh, a thing called the Jungle Julep, okay? Mm-hmm. Hmm. This is actually a reboot of a vintage recipe they uh, had back in 1962. Wow. So the now what they're serving is a, is a concoction of grape juice, orange juice, pineapple, and lemon juice, Ooh. okay? Mm. Now, from what I heard, it's it's extremely sweet. It yep. sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah, and and the way that the the uh, old recipe was actually guava nectar, orange juice, lemonade, and grenadine. Okay. So it's oh. sort of similar in sweetness, but you know I'm not sure how much better it was or whatever. But uh, it's I, what I really enjoy is the fact that they are they're bringing back some of the old school recipes. From I like back- that. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Now I and, want that. <laughs> you put a little speaking vodka of, or tequila in it, it'd be great. Hey, now. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of like one on one with Jess, because she likes the, uh, the you know, uh, you know, upholding the memories of Walt. Mm-hmm. Did you know that they used to serve mint juleps on the Mark Twain? I had really. Yeah, during its first few years of, few years of operation, uh, passengers could buy a non-alcoholic mint julep. Wow. Uh, and uh, they also had. Uh, card and checker players to re- reenact the era, that you I know, love. as far as their dialogue was concerned. Uh, and also on the bottom floor of the Mark Twain, they had jazz, jazz bands that played, uh, you know, like all the, the New Orleans jazz and stuff like that. See, it was pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. See, I love that. I had no, I had no idea that they sold mint juleps, uh, on I mean, why, why don't they do that now? Right. I mean, it's like, it's just, I don't know. To Extra me, money. I mean, it, it just makes sense. It makes exactly. sense. Exactly. So, um, yeah, if you want to uh, check it out, I'll, I'll, I'll provide the script to you guys. But um, there's a guy that was a, who was a former cast member by the name of Ron Fleischer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, I'll afford you uh, his, uh, his uh, story. He wrote it on yesterland.com. And uh, um, it was called Working at Sunkist. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that would be uh, cool. Send that our way. Well, that would be good. I would sure. like to read it. Sure. Definitely. Uh, so, and then uh, as far as uh, Disney California Adventure, mm-hmm. what I would recommend, and this is not the most uh, luxurious uh, joint in, in the resort, but uh, I like it just for the nostalgia factor, and that's the Smoke Jumpers Grill. Ah, so, I like that place. Yeah. So, I mean, when I think of summer, I think of the beach. And, uh, you know, I grew up in Santa Barbara, California, and uh, didn't have a whole lot of money. So when it came to grilling with my friends, we used the, the public little barbecue pits that they have there on the beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, we bought those cheap hamburger patties that were pre-frozen. <laughs> and uh, and then we just bought our own little, you know, like mustard, mayo, ketchup, and blah, blah, blah on the side, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what reminds me of Smoker Jumper's Grill is the fact that, you know, like it's not the, the, the best meat, best quality meat, but it's actually pretty cool because, you know, you can design and, and build your own burger. Yeah, that's so, what you I know, like. They, yeah, exactly. So they've got uh, you know the the uh, you know sliced onions, the lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup, and so on and so forth. And uh, for me, it kind of reminds me of the those days, the good old teenage days, mm-hmm. you know, of, of uh, building your own burger and and uh, you know maybe uh, you know having a beer on the side. So you know, it reminds yeah. me of his Fuddruckers. That's exactly what it's oh, yeah. like. If you can think of Fuddruckers, now that's exactly yeah, that's you it. build your own. And yeah. you can have a beer over there. He's right. Like that's. They serve beer at uh, um, Smoke Jumpers Grill? Yes, they do. Oh. They have the Carl Strauss, and uh, they also carry Bud Light, which, whatever. I mean, you know, for the people <laughs> of 
Like Bud Light, you eh. know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but for me, you know, nothing says summer like a burger and a beer. Yep. There you go. And uh, as a bonus item, they also, and this is not a secret menu item, but, you know, it's something for the people that uh, kind of want to go go along with their burger. Instead of, you know, your standard French fries, they, they have the chili cheese fries. Ooh. And again, Ooh. you can custom tailor it so you can add a little extra cheese. You could add a little, you know, onion or whatever uh, on the side and, you know, with the, the jalapeno slices or whatever. And from what I've read on social media, I haven't personally tried them, but from what I've read on social media, people will have nothing but positive things to say about it. Okay, so I know what I'm having on one of my days. Mm, there you go. That would be it. Oh, so, gosh. okay. Now, I'm really going uh, downtown Disney here. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you know, we, we already, I, I already mentioned Tortilla, Tortilla Joe's as far as uh, the nachos are concerned. And, uh, and I also mentioned the fact that they had the table side guacamole. But what I also like is the fact that they have indoor seating that has air conditioning, which I like. Yep. Uh, and then also for lunch, what I really like as well is the cocktail, the camarón y pulpo which is the uh, basically, yeah, shrimp and squid cocktail, yep. right? Or octopus, I shouldn't say yep. squid, it's octopus. <laughs> <laughs> How does that yeah, speak so, to you, Eddie? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not, I think I said it before, I'm not a seafood fan, so you go ahead, but I'm sitting here going, oi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, I mean, it's, it's light, refreshing. It has tomato, cucumber, red onion, avocado, cilantro, and oh my god dude if you put that next to it you know or you, you know you eat that with the tacate beer on the side oh it's it's amazing it sounds good it is and i mean if you don't like seafood then that's fine i mean you know i'm sure you'll find something else that's that's acceptable oh, yeah. uh the fajitas i mean they you know they have the uh, sizzling fajitas and stuff like that so i mean you know it's it's a it's a good spot and uh i mean if you want to you know instead of a, a beer you want a margarita or whatever i mean you know they've got a bunch of different mixed drinks that are very refreshing and um has a great ambiance in there and and uh very lively i love the the uh, homemade tortillas that they have as well i mean it, it's it's a really great spot especially for lunch in, in my opinion sounds like a plan for me as well <laughs> I think I'll, I let you find... go. I'll let you try that one mark well i don't think i'll try it but i think i can find something pretty uh, delicious at that place mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah yeah all right I love it. Cool. I love it. Now we're at dinner time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now here, I you know, dinner during the summer, I'm not as much of a heavy eater. So I, I like to go a little bit lighter here, okay? All right. So at Disneyland, I'm going to go with the Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe. Yes. And uh, so here's the thing. I've listened to the podcast, your, your guys' podcast for a while. And what I've come to the conclusion is that you guys love Disneyland at dusk. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong or am I right? You are right. correct. All right. So during the summer months, this means a late dinner. And uh, to me, no place embodies the magic of when the sun sets than Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe. The string of lights that are outlined the building and that hang over the dining area is absolutely magical. I mean, I, I just, I, you know, for me, there's no other place that sort of like sparks the imagination more than than that uh, establishments in, in terms of eateries are concerned. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely agree with you on that. So, and, and then beyond the visual appeal, they have fantastic food. Uh, you know, uh, like during other times of year, I'd say, you know, come here for lunch. But during the summertime, I think dinner is actually better. 
the sandwiches are, you know, they're very fresh. And uh, what I love also is that they have the house chips, which are crispy and warm. And, uh, you know, so, so, you know, as you get your order, like you can actually feel the warmth from emanating from, from the potato chips themselves. Mm. So it's, it's really a cool, cool place to uh, partake of, uh, you know, a light dinner. Yeah. Um, actually, the first time we were there, uh, or sorry, last summer, I was there with my daughters and my exchange student, and uh, Jess and her friend were there. We actually recorded a little segment at the Jolly Holiday Bakery, mm-hmm. and it was right at the time when the lights were coming on. So it was one of those oh. the magical moments. But um, later in the evening, we ate there, at least my daughters and I did. And it was... I mean, I cannot recommend that place enough to, to See, a people. I've never eaten there. I got the market sandwich. Mm-hmm. My daughter got, I think, grilled cheese and soup. Oh, I do love grilled cheese. And my other daughter got some sort of sandwich, and I forgot what Sandra got. But ha- have you had that market sandwich there, Jay? Yes, it's it's really good. Okay. Is it? What kind of meat? Uh, what was that? Uh, the market sandwich? Let me I look think that's what it was it. called. Yeah, I let me look turkey. it up. Well, it's probably turkey with my luck. Mm. I'm not a turkey fan, but I'll try it. But I mean, I do remember the house chips, and they're like, oh my god, those like potato chips. Yeah, but okay. but they are exactly as Jay described them. I mean, they're just okay. you want more of those. Okay, all right. And like the baskets comes in like a, a newspaper type of wrap. Oh, how cool! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not real newspaper because. No, well, no. yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be foul. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as far as the the grilled cheese with the the it's tomato soup, so, oh. that's actually called the Jolly Holiday Combo. Yes. Okay. It's actually quite good. I mean, I'm not a fan of the tomato soup, but yeah. uh, this one is pretty acceptable to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. As far as the market sandwich concern, I mean. I, they don't have it listed on their summertime menu, so I don't remember the ingredients, to be honest. Okay. I, I, from what I'm, I thought it was maybe could could be turkey and ham or something like that. Okay. I mean, maybe I could be wrong. But, uh, you know, the, 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 actually, the turkey is pretty good. I, I really, I mean, I, I'm not a big beef guy, but I really like the roast beef and smoked cheddar on the hoagie roll. Mm. That's, that's really nice as well. Um, so, you know, I mean, it, you, to me, you can't really go wrong there. I haven't really had anything bad um, so far. So. All right. Yeah. No, I think I was sold on the grilled cheese and the tomato. Oh, that's, it's. Oh, that sounds so good. It is so comfort food. It, it Well, it is. And I'm a sucker for a grilled cheese and tomato soup. So. All right. You know, yeah, for, I mean, for, to me, to be honest, I mean, I think that that's more something like a fall like yes. a late fall menu item but you know there's nothing wrong i mean there's no rules as far as like when you should eat what you know when mm-hmm. i mean you know just eat what you want whenever you want you know yeah, just, i like it yeah why not sure sure mm-hmm. i love it all right and i gotta pull my stuff up my computer just okay so that was dinner at disneyland yep exactly and then uh dca again we're going with the same uh, the theme that's going to be a little bit lighter mm-hmm. Uh, and here again, we're going back to my younger days when I was in Santa Barbara. And one of the things that I loved doing was uh, eating at a restaurant on the pier. And I remember my, my dad and my mother, you know, we used to go out and, and uh, you know, there's two piers in Santa Barbara uh, that, uh, you know, have restaurants on them. And I remember distinctly just kind of looking out over the ocean and uh, just enjoying myself, just kind of calm, cool, collective, everything. And uh, it, this is, you know, when I go to the Cove Bar, it reminds me of that time. And, um, you know, they, they have, uh, they don't have a standard dinner menu, as I mentioned, but, you know, hey, it's summer, right? For sure. So, but, uh, you know, of course, we mentioned the lobster nachos, which mm-hmm. are a go to menu item. 
And uh, also they have a great selection of beer and cocktails. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't know, I really enjoy that, you know, as, especially as the sun sets, you know, you, you're looking at the California screaming in the background with Mickey's fun wheel with the water and the lights are just coming on and just, it's a, just a great environment to, to enjoy the, you know, the parks. So uh, I'm going to come back like 200 pounds heavier. No, you won't. Oh my goodness. That all sounds Calories good. don't count there, Jess. No, they don't. When I'm on vacation, calories do not count. What you're talking about? Okay. Well, the thing here's the thing is that when you're at Disneyland, you're going to be walking a lot, anyways. right? I'm going to yeah, walk it off. I actually, you know, because I have a Fitbit, right? And it, it just, I noticed that I I walk a minimum of ten thousand steps when I'm there at Disneyland. You know, beyond what I do normally. So yeah. you know that that tells you you know how much you're walking around and how many calories you're burning extra. So you know, that's cool. Enjoy it. Don't yeah, worry. Why not? <laughs> why not? All right. So what about Downtown Disney? Did we get, did we get there yet for dinner? Uh, downtown Disney. So I'm going to cheat a little bit here. But okay. before I go there, um, let me just say that, you know, one of the things I, I mentioned some secret menu items previously, but uh, I'm going to mention some secret drink menu items mm. that uh, you can get at uh you know the cove bar as well you can look these up i mean they're you know it's it's like club 33 it's like oh yeah it's like the secret club right everybody's heard of it but you know they haven't heard of it and it's supposed to be secret but it's really not secret so it's like whatever so i mean you know if you if you decide to go there then you know here are the the list of items i mean you got the black pearl yes. you got the earthquake the neverland tea the fun wheel the zombie so you know i mean i'm not gonna you know break them down to individually because it just it would take too much time but i'm just going to say that you know the you look it up just look up the uh, cove bar secret menu and, and you'll see all the things that you can order if you're so inclined was which out of those what is your favorite because i've been eyeballing the black pearl for this trip uh my favorite is tower 10 ipa okay <laughs> yep, beer. i don't um, i don't beer. Okay, that's fair enough. No, I I was a Carl Strauss fan of their. They had a summertime ale, I believe it was, and they changed it. And now it's I can't I can't even do it. So I'm gonna have to switch what I'm drinking. Yeah, I think it was called Endless Summer, and that, I believe it was a blonde ale. That was I, it. Wait, right. That was it. Yeah, I I love I you know I I just. <sighs> I try to do mixed drinks, just it doesn't work for me. I'm just, I'm a beer guy through and through. And, you know, just, I mean, I'm willing to try it, but it just, I've never found a mixed drink that just like really kind of works for me. Like Now, do they know. have normal, just, I mean, can you just walk up and order like a, a gin and tonic? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, cool. Definitely. Yeah, and here's the thing about the Cove Bar too, is that if you do decide to eat there for dinner, you should definitely go early. Um, it, it's, you know, the, the, everybody knows about it now. And, and unfortunately that means that the, the line to get in is, is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. the last time we were there, I think it took us 45 minutes to get inside. And, and that was like at the first part of the day, you know, so it's just yeah, like, see, and that's well, what I can only imagine, do. right. I, I can really. imagine how, how much, how long it's going to take, you know, at, at, towards the evening at dinner part. time. Yeah, we're, we were talking about doing an early like brunch there, like just skipping breakfast, doing an early brunch because the line, it just gets so long. But we've never I've never done it. And that's something that I need to I need to experience. I need to do it. So Exactly. All right. Well, then I will do that on a uh, on a Friday morning. <laughs> there you go. 
So here's uh, my last uh, choice for dinner. And uh, again, we're doing the lighter themed here. So we're going Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar. Yes. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of cheating a little bit because it's not strictly downtown Disney. But, you know, it's it's in pretty close proximity, yeah. right? Yes, it so, is. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, in you know, they don't have the standard dinner selections. Uh, it's more sort of like a bar food menu. Um, I like, you know, when, especially when, when I'm with, uh, friends or whatever, I like to get the poo poo platter mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it comes with a variety of items for everybody to try. So you got your, your Asian wings, the sweet and spicy Asian wings, you got the Portuguese sausage bits, uh, bites, excuse me, not the bits, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, uh, panko crusted Chinese long beans, uh, the, mm. the tropical slaw and the sriracha aioli. That's so sad. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that that's it as far as like you know breakfast lunch and dinner. But uh, I'm just going to mention a few snacks here and and uh, mm-hmm. you know again this is you can do a mid morning snack you can do a you know mid afternoon snack or you know you can do a late afternoon snack it depends on your prerogative. But uh, the first one I'm going to mention is the Matterhorn Macaroon Donut. Oh. Oh. Okay. Have you guys heard of this? Before? No. No. Say okay. what? <laughs> so this is a donut, and it's uh, topped with the macaroons that they have at Jolly Holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they also have coconut and a caramel sauce. Oh and my! Yeah, it's uh, so. If you're a sugar fanatic, this is definitely right up your alley. Wow! So is this served all day, Jay? The donut? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. If if it's available, because here's the thing: it sells out. Oh. So. And and there's only one place you can buy it, and that's at the coffee cart that's situated between Sleeping Beauty's Castle and Frontierland. Okay. Okay. So I know that one. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah. So as you're going, it's sort of like you you kind of veer to the left of the circle, and uh, and then you see it. uh, You know, you know, you you you'll see it. It's it's not. uh, You know, they don't have like a big flashing neon signs or whatever to advertise that. You know, hey, this is a coffee cart. Just kind of have to look for it, and uh, it's uh, sort of adjacent to. well, you know, as they said, Frontierland and, and uh, the Sleeping Beauty's Castle. So you know where that so card is, Mark. I do, yeah. Hello. Now, I've gotten the donuts before, and we've tried, uh, you know, uh, some of them. The donuts we've had there are, are pretty good. Um, they're on par with the ones that you get at Universal Studios. So uh, they're, they're not super light and fluffy, uh, but at the same time, they're not, like, they're not super dense or chewy. You I mean, they're sort of like the midpoint between that you know so so they're a little chewy but they're still light they're they're um sweet but not overly sweet um they're good i have never personally tried the the macaroon donut uh the matterhorn macaroon donut but i i i'm thinking that it's going to be pretty good it looks good it looks we're looking at a picture right now it looks yeah because udi is what Udi's doing right now is causing a big distraction amongst us. <laughs> no, you, you said macaroon donut. I'm wait, 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 what? And then I'm like, I got to see this thing. And I had to pull up a picture. Holy smoke. It looks extremely sweet. Wow. But it looks good. I'd have to share it. Yes. Did you say yeah, it has so coconut you, on yeah. it, Jay? Yes. Yeah. Correct. Okay, coconut so then I'd have to stay away from with the a coconut. Mac- oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to try it. Oh, gosh. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so another uh, another thing you can look up, uh, I'm not sure they, they have this on Instagram yet or not, but uh, they have the watermelon cotton candy. Oh, I've yeah. not heard of this one. Oh. Yeah. This one is uh, located at the various food carts around the resort. 
Um, it, this one is actually the, what they're doing is they're replacing the ones that were the uh, the, the ones that Dole Whip uh, cotton candy that you know they had what? previously. Okay. Oh, you don't. No. Oh, you didn't have the Dole Whip cotton candy. No. Oh, okay. But, but Jay, I do have a cotton candy question for you when you're when you're done with this. Okay, sure, no problem. Okay. So yeah, so the, previously they had the Dole Whip cotton candy. Now here's the thing: the Dole Whip cotton candy was good when it's fresh. Okay. So so we have gotten it uh, on at various times, uh, my wife and I. And uh, the first time we got it, oh my goodness, it was like magical. It was like putting like, uh, you know, this, this, you know, the sprinkles in your mouth and you just like, oh, you know, your <laughs> eyes rolling in the back of your head type thing. It was, it was awesome, right? The second time we had it, it was still pretty good. And then it sat for a couple of days and then we ate it and we we're like, it's not so good you know it's a kind of tasted a little bit soapy it's almost like a sort of a faint faint uh you know dishwasher dishwasher soap kind of okay sensation (laughs) reminds me like not not a good one right yeah Yeah. so anyways but yeah so now they've got the watermelon watermelon cotton candy i have not tried these yet but uh you know again i've been following social media and and, uh been looking at everybody's feedback and so far, it's pretty good feedback, you know. So I'm willing to give it a shot. And my life, my wife loves uh, watermelon, so you know, it's a you know, it's a winner for me as far as I'm concerned at this point. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> then we have uh, now, since we're on the cotton candy theme here. Yes. If you're there at DCA at night, then um, go for the glow cone cotton candy. That was my question, G, because my I was going to ask you. My daughter saw this online and. I've never seen this before, but she showed me a picture and I was like, I don't, I don't know what this is. It's so, basically your standard, <laughs> your, your standard cotton candy with the, with the glow stick in the middle of it. Uh, instead of oh. like the, the little, uh, you know, the, the little, uh, whatever the little, um, the, the little stick that's in the middle of the, the cotton candy, they put, you know, a glowing stick in the middle. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, again, we're, you know, going back to the, you know, uh, Summer of Heroes menu, it's like, yeah, you know, it's it's nothing really that special. But, you know, hey, whatever, it's summertime and, you know, kids love to look at flashing lights at, at night and stuff like that. So, you know, it probably costs like two bucks extra, uh, two dollars extra or whatever. So just go for it. OK. All right. Then I got got four more things here and then then, then I'll be done. So we've got the. <laughs> Neapolitan ice cream shake, and that's at Flo's VA Cafe. That oh, sounds yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah. Very, very uh, self-explanatory. Flo's VA Cafe, great ambiance, air condition, uh, refreshing. You, know, you got the strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate ice creams, you know, mixed together. Uh, it looks splendid. I mean, you can look at the, the visuals of it later. Uh, then when you're, uh, if you're in Disneyland, get the Fantasia ice cream. And this is the ice cream that's flavored with banana, pistachio, and cherry. And this one's at the Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor. That's so, an old one. So that one made a triumphant return, huh? Yes, and it's available now. Wow. I'm not wow. sure how long it's going to be available, but, you know. You got to try that in July. I'll try that. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, people, it's sort of, people have a love-hate relationship with that ice cream. Some people just, like, go gaga over it. Other people, eh, not so much. I haven't tried it personally, so I can't recommend it at this juncture. But, you know, <laughs> okay. What were the flavors I mean, it again? It sounds okay. Uh, Fantasia ice cream. And it was pistachio, you said? Uh, banana, banana, pistachio, and cherry. Okay. 
So and that's at the Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor. Okay, is it? I wonder if it's yellow. Well, it kind of reminds me of it. It sounds like Spumoni, but Spumoni is going to be strawberry chocolate and pistachio. Yep. But. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could look it up on uh, Instagram to see what the colors are. And stuff. Oh, okay, cool. There you go. Uh, now, another thing you can look up on Instagram is the churro funnel cake. Oh. Yes, that's correct. Churro funnel cake. I said that. Churro. Hungry Bear Restaurant. Okay. Churros in a funnel cake form. Yes, please. That's yeah, me. right. Holy smokes. I'm looking that one up as we speak. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Now, I haven't tried them at the Hungry Bear Restaurant. However, about two years ago, I was at the Orange County Fair, and they had these. It was absolutely fantastic. Amazing. It was like, I mean, it was like churros, like amplified times Five, you know what I mean? It's like it was just it because of the fact that you're you're getting that crispy, crunchy texture on the exterior, but then you know the interior is not as doughy as the ones you know in the regular churros that you get at Disneyland. So you know the sugar and the the cinnamon have more time to sort of interact with your palate, and so you know you're just you're 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 you know, your mouth is like salivating and, and creating all these juices inside and it's mixing with the sugar and the cinnamon and it's just creating a more intense, uh, you know, cinnamon and sugar sensation inside your mouth and than your standard churro. We're going to have to do Oh, jeez. I'm trying that. I just sent a picture to Shannon. I said, you know, we have to try this one. Yeah. That looks so good. Oh, my goodness. And th- th- there's a picture on there with caramel sauce on top of it and i'm just like there you holy go mo- no it all looks right. delicious i'm yeah. so excited and uh the final thing i have to <laughs> offer as far as summer menu item is concerned mm-hmm. is the adult dole whips excuse mm-hmm. me what was that yes dole whips <laughs> yes with booze oh and these are you can find these at the disneyland hotel coffee house which oh. is at the disneyland hotel or at trader sam's enchanted tiki bar oh, oh my gosh okay what 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 booze? What are they? What, what are they putting a, in it's there? It's probably yeah. gonna be rum. It probably is rum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's rum. I I, I haven't uh, tried them yet, so I I can't say for sure. But uh, I have read about these, and uh, I'm looking forward to trying it next time I go. Wow. Uh, yes. So we we'll, we we'll want a full review from this, Jay. Oh, oh, you oh talking? Yeah, I'm gonna I, beat him to it. I'm going tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, wow. So I'm so hungry for that. Wow! Wow! My butter noodles I'm having for dinner tonight are gonna do nothing compared to everything we just talked about. <sighs> but we see we're talking about summer food, and I hate bringing this up again, Jay. But man, don't you miss the Big Thunder Ranch barbecue for mm, the summer? God, I miss it. Why? Why are you doing that to me, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's, because, it's because I wow. love you, man. It just it hurts. <laughs> it hurts to even talk about it. But that's what I thought was a quintessential summer. For, anyways, I'm not going to go off about that. Yeah, let's not, because I'm going to go on a tangent. Hey, but, that, that's, like, that's like heating up a metal chopstick on a stove for 10 minutes, then just jabbing it into my eye. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad that hurts, man. I'm oh, sorry. Thunder Dude, seriously, I mean, and they will never bring it back. And that's the thing that hurts me even more, is the fact that, you know, especially with Star Wars land coming into the parks, which I'm not a big fan of, but... Uh, the the simple fact is that you know 
the the time of the all you can eat menu thing is is gone you know it's just it's not going to have happen inside the the resort i mean yeah they'll they'll have goofy's kitchen they'll have the other maybe some other character meet and greets or whatever where you can do the buffet but you know inside the parks themselves you're just not going to get that same experience and, and that's just sad Right. Oh yeah. No, but uh, yeah, I did look up the alcoholic Dole Whip, and it, it is with the rum. Yep, so. that's what I thought it would. Yep, that sounds good to me. I just sent her another text said we're having those the first night <laughs> we get there because we're doing Goofies that night that we get there. So it's like we'll have one of those and then go to Goofies and have dinner, and then have another one after Goofies. That sounds good. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. So we also have questions from listeners, or do you want to do your segment, Jess, or? But let's do let's do questions from listeners first, because there's only a couple. There's only like two or three. So okay. Well, first off, Jay, thank you so much yes, for all that you. research. I am happy and I'm starving right now, um, <laughs> and I want to go. And we got to figure out a way, Jay, that let you know in advance when we're going to go, so you can join us and do all this stuff. Sure, absolutely. So much fun. Oh my gosh, we wouldn't make it out of downtown Disney. I don't, I don't know who we're kidding. I'm okay with that though. Okay. I'm okay with that. I mean, well, so so here's the thing, right? It, it's like uh, I, you know, I was kind of pondering uh, Hootie's, the, you know, his reaction to like food and stuff like that. And <laughs> I was like, okay, so here's the thing: when you go into New Orleans Square, what are you doing? You're 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 looking around, right? And then you're you're like enjoying the attractions and stuff like that. Imagine if you went on parts of the Caribbean and then you put your your fingers in your ear. So you don't hear the sound of the attraction. Would that be as enjoyable? No. Okay, no. And, and you know what? <laughs> I, I have a feeling because I'm going to start getting grief over the food thing. Mm-hmm. I know I am. So, no, you're right. You're right. It wouldn't be. I, so that's the thing is that, so, you know. You I know, have when no I, defense. <laughs> yeah, when, when, I, when I recommend, you know, like having, you know, when I recommend people eating at the parks, you know, inside the resort itself, it's there's again, it's it's another sensation for you to partake and enjoy, you know, your experience. I mean, that's the thing. That's the whole point. You, you've, you know, whether you go, you know, uh, like every month or every 10 years, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that, you know, you want to enjoy Disneyland for all that it's got to offer. And part of what they have to offer is the food. So that's why I, I uh, you know, am such an advocate for, for people e- eating inside the resort. I love it. All right. Okay. So um, we we let people know um, you were going to be on the show, and some people ac- actually did ask some questions. So Cool. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. So um, our first one is uh, from one of our longtime listeners. His name is Patrick, and he wanted to know, he said, other than a Dole Whip, what and where would you go to beat the heat for a cool uh, for a cold ice cream treat? Ice cream from Trolley Treats, Paradise Pier Ice Cream Company, or Gibson Girls Ice Cream Parlor? Hmm. Well, I think it's uh, DCA has Clarabelle's, right? And mm-hmm. the reason why I would say Clarabelle's is because of the fact that they've got a special uh, menu item just for the uh for the summer and uh let me look at the name of it give me one second here but i think clarabelle's allows you to make your own ice cream sandwich thing right what right that's true yeah you can totally customize your own ice cream sandwich and they'll make it right there for you that's really cool Mm -hmm. right sorry jay 
So yeah, no, yeah, definitely. So that that's one of the the benefits, and then also what they uh, have is the um, mango ice cream bar with the tahini spice on it. Mm-hmm. And so that's a great, like, you know, that gives you all that, you know, you got the, uh, the uh, sweetness from the mango, you've got the, uh, the sourness also from the fruit as well. And then you got the tahini spice, which has the, the salty and then the spice, uh, you know, so it's, it's just a great, uh, mixture of sensations that is above and beyond your standard ice cream. Cause ice cream is great. I mean, you know, it, it satisfies the, the soul and, um, <laughs> That's awesome. And but the thing is that I want something that's going to not only just satisfy my soul, but I want it to, you know, tantalize my taste buds. Okay. All right. All righty. All right. So the next one is from uh, Fernando. And Fernando wanted to know he said, What distinct snack would you create and assign to each various land? Poor example. He said, Critter, con- or Critter Country gets a bread sandwich, Tomorrowland gets a dehydrated apricot paste, etc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when will, and then he said, when will Disney begin selling, he's joking, when will Disney begin selling Mickey ear beer helmets, like the kind you see at sporting events, <laughs> only more expensive? <laughs> and then he said, if you had to create, um, if you had to create a last meal from food found at the Disney parks, what would it be? Well, he didn't okay. ask much, did he? No, not at yeah. all. He, he was, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot of questions. Uh, to be honest, I mean, it would take me some time to think about uh, mm-hmm. as yeah. far as like what perfect food item would represent each, each particular land. area of the park. I mean, uh, I mean, I could try to come up with some stuff off the top of my head, but honestly. For me, food is such a big deal that I would mm-hmm. want time to think about it and concoct something that is would be representative of you know the, the various lands. So I, I don't think I would be able to answer that question in in this podcast. But I definitely would you know willing I'd be willing to do it in a, a future podcast if you want Homework. to forward me that question. Yes. Yeah. Now, yeah. now you have an assignment, um, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Bratton. Right. Right. Uh, what was the second question again? Um, oh, let me go back. It was the second question was. Um, oh, he was joking. He wanted to know about the beer helmets. He was joking. Oh, yeah. Hey, don't put it past Disney. Right now, <laughs> uh, they, you know, they, they sell shot glasses as, uh, what do they call them? Toothpick, toothpick holders. holders. There you go. So if, if they're willing to call those toothpick holders, and I, I'm sure that they'd come up with some other imaginary name for, for beer helmets, and I wouldn't be against it. So That would be I know, especially That's since you're, you love the beer. Yeah, that would be, that would work. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, his last one, he goes... Um, if you had to create a last meal from food found at the parks, what would it be? Which I'm not quite sure exactly what he means. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I, w- I would have to pick and choose like various menu items or, mm-hmm. you know, a menu item or whatever from the from the various restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, you know, like for for one of my one of my items that which unfortunately they don't carry anymore, but it was at Steakhouse 55 was the um uh, steak tartare. It was a smoked sirloin steak tartare. It was absolutely fantastic. It was uh, I, I, what I loved was the presentation because it was you know the the raw raw uh, beef that was uh, chopped up and then it was served under this glass dome that okay. had the smoke already uh, you know emanating underneath. Oh. And then uh, as they brought it to your table, then they they lifted up the glass dome and so the smoke just kind of 
poofed, you know what I mean? Like went all all over the place and, and, uh, <laughs> and they mixed the, uh, the raw egg yolk uh, with the other ingredients, and um, they chopped it up right there in front of your in front of your table. It was it was fantastic. Um, as far as like uh, like the bread, I mean, you know, I would I would have to go with, uh, uh, you know, it would have to be the at uh, what should we call it the um, oh my gosh Napa Rose. So Napa Rose is is, is amazing. Um, their bread is everything is is freshly baked. Um, just it's fantastic. It's a uh, you know like top tier. I've been to five star restaurants around the country, and their their bread is on par with with uh, you know those those higher end establishments. Um, they also have a, an appetizer called the Seven Deadly Zins, and uh, <laughs> that's a great that's a great appetizer. Again, maybe that's not. You know, great for the people who's, you know, who aren't into seafood, but really, it's it's just absolutely fantastic for me. Um, you know, because I love fresh seafood. I mean, I, I grew up with seafood, and and uh, you know, I could eat it seven days a week if if it was you know economically feasible. But you know, it just it's um, anyway, it's just one of those things that uh, really that works for me um, well. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, like and then one other item and uh, you know I, again I don't have all these menu things off the right. top of my head but every every winter if, if you guys ever like want a, a like an extremely magical experience during the Christmas season go to, to the Napa Rose because they have something called uh, the world's best hot chocolate and I swear to you it is it, oh. it's it is the world's best hot chocolate it's so it's like it's it's sweet it it's like has this maltiness to it um it's like very um creamy uh as it goes down your palate it like coats it and not coat it in a bad way i mean i'm talking like you just want it to like linger on your tongue forever because Mm -hmm. that's how good it is (laughs) okay uh, yeah it's it's absolutely fantastic it's it's, yeah definitely if you guys ever went to a great christmas experience and maybe i'll I'll be on an episode for for the winter and i'll I'll tell you more about uh, my winter choices but uh, yeah definitely if, if you know that's one of my you know last meal type um, menu items would be that so and then uh one from we have uh she gave us three questions uh but uh her name is becky and she wanted to know she said she wanted to know if you knew what ingredients are in the popcorn that make it uh, the most delicious popcorn that anybody's ever had is there anything different that they do to it than like our normal movie theater popcorn no and I, i i mean with all due respect, and I, I appreciate everybody's uh, palates, but I, I'm not sure if I necessarily agree with the fact that it's the best popcorn. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, I, here's the thing. So first off, you have to remember about um, maybe a year, year and a half ago, they switched from Orville Redenbacher, which they didn't brand, uh, into now it's, uh, was it the, the Pop um, Jolly, what is it called I now? I think it's Pop Secret, right? Pop Secret, right. And uh, so the thing is that the the pop seeker is not as heavy uh, as far as the butter flavor and the salt is concerned, which actually is a good thing for me. 
I, I really, I, I think that, you know, the people swear that, you know, the popcorn in, in the past was, was better than what it is now. But honestly, if, if you really think about it, it, you know, the popcorn in the past was meant to sell extra Coca-Cola. You know, I mean, it's, right. it really made you salty. It was very heavy. I didn't enjoy it at all. Now, the, the newer iteration, I enjoy more so. But at the same time, it, I feel it's on par with the same popcorn that I pop in the microwave, you know, that, that I get in the, you know, from the mm. grocery store. Now, of course, you know, as far as like the ingredients are concerned, I don't know what the ingredients are, but what I will tell you is that, you know, I, I, I like it on certain occasions, but for me, like I have like certain food items that, that are specific to my experience. So when I go like when I have a corn dog, like I want to have a corn dog on Main Street, USA. When I have a churro in Disneyland, I want to eat a churro in Frontierland. That's all. I don't want to eat it in Tomorrowland. I don't want to eat it in Fantasyland. I want to eat it in Frontierland. Okay. So in in uh, you know so like with popcorn, popcorn to me is a special menu item as far as my experience outside the parks when I go to the movie theater itself. You know, like I, I grew up, my dad loved the movies. And so when we went to the movies, we always got popcorn. So when I think of, you know, going to the movies, I think of popcorn and, and I don't like to have it outside that, you know, that, that area. Hmm. Okay. All right. Interesting. And then she wanted to know, she said, what is your favorite dining experience at the Disneyland Resort? And she also wants to know what all of our favorite dining experiences is at the Disneyland Resort. Oh. So... I will let Jay go first, so you boys. Yeah, why don't you guys go first? Uh, oh. I, I, I'd be interested to hear. Um, did she say any kind of meal? No, nope, it yeah, doesn't matter. Yep, just what's your favorite dining experience at the Disneyland Resort? I'm gonna have to still be consistent um, and go with Rancho. I, I I still think that's the best value, and I love the food. I love that they make it right there, um, but I also like Plaza Inn as well. Mm. Um, I like the salad there. My daughter loves the fried chicken. That's really the only reason why I, I go there is for her. Right. Um, uh, but I, I guess it would, if if pressed, it would have to be Rancho for me. Okay. Yeah. Right. Udi? So not to be a cop-out, but it would have to be Rancho. I mean, we talked about it before. That is one place that I've always eaten. I always go there. Okay. I, I just always has have always liked it. So I'm going to go there. Rancho? Okay. Yep. Um, mine, and I, I don't ask me why, it's expensive, but, you know, I love it, is the Wine Country Tutoria. I love hmm. at night when it's dark, the lights above Cars Land, and you're sitting on the top, and I love my wine. But I love their salad with the arugula and the prunes and, oh, God, and the goat cheese. It's just so good. That would be mine, would be the Wine Country Tutoria. Definitely, hands down. It's a solid answer. Yeah, yeah that would be mine. So, what about you, Jay? Ah, oh, boy, this is a very <laughs> complex question. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, it's it's you know it it depends on my mood. Okay. But I mean, overall, I would say here here's the thing. So, back in the day, if you asked me this five years ago, or you know maybe in three three four or five years ago, I would say hands down, Steakhouse Fifty Five had the base uh, had the best experience overall as far as the the uh, like cast member interaction, um, you know, the attentiveness, uh, attentiveness uh, by the servers, uh, the ambiance as far as like it, you know, harkens back to the days of, you know, the, this, you know, classic steakhouses, that type of thing. But 
they changed the the uh, the head chef, and so now it doesn't feel as special, but it's still pretty special. You know, it, it's um, you know they didn't change the decor. Uh, the menu has changed, which I uh, I appreciate because it's more of a French influence than it was previously. Before it was sort of like a, you know like an old school American steakhouse type menu. Now they they have uh, various uh, French uh, twists on the on the on the menu items. Okay. Um, the only thing that sucks about Steakhouse 55 <laughs> is number one that their bread. Their bread is just is is atrocious. It's it's an embarrassment. It's like, <laughs> it, it to me it's like I understand what they're trying to do. It's like a loaf of bread, but it reminds me it, it reminds me of some of the quick service establishments around Disneyland where the bread is like it's decent but it's cold. And so mm. you know when when the bread is cold, it's not as appealing to your to your palate because number one. You get cold butter and you put it on top of cold bread. What happens? Nothing. It's just a you. All you're doing is tearing the texture of the bread, and it you know it takes a while for for everything to get to room temperature. So that's just just a, a no-no when it comes to your dining experience. Um, number two, uh, you know the about Steakhouse 55 is that the staff that they've hired in recent times. I, the way I feel is that they pulled people from like Ruth Chris Steakhouse and said, "Hey, you know what? Let's why don't you work here at Disneyland Resort?" You know, and, and they don't have the same mentality, the same uh, you know, like customer service orientation as you know the 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 cast members who have been there for a long time or have come up through the ranks or whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, Jess knows what I'm talking about because, I mean, she worked there. So you, you understand, I mean, when they bring out outside, uh, you know, outside contractors or whatever, they don't understand, you know, the 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 what it takes to, to make the customers happy, so to speak. Exactly. I completely agree with you. And I've seen that a lot uh, in the recent the recent years. So right. I can I can agree with you on that. Right. So like so. As far as like, I mean, that's the thing. So Steakhouse 55 was my, uh, would have been my answer in the past. Now I'd say probably Napa Rose, just for the fact that, you know, again, I'm going back to that bread. That bread is, you know, that that's, that's pretty killer. And they also have a uh, full-time, you know, like chef that does, uh, well, it's, I don't know if it's a chef, it's like a baker or whatever, somebody who does desserts, you know what I mean? Oh. So like, they, they really pay attention to the desserts. So, you know, they want to make sure your entire dining experience experiences is uh fully you know satisfied so that's the thing that uh sets them apart all right okay good 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 answers now i gotta try those places i (laughs) yeah it's a long-winded answer and i apologize for doing that but i just you know it's a very passionate question you know or it's a a question that evokes passion in within me oh sure uh, no i've heard that steakhouse 55 is also good for breakfast right it is it okay. Is. I've had I've had breakfast there. Uh, it is on the expensive side, but the the quality of the ingredients, the quality of the dishes are absolutely fantastic. I've had the eggs Benedict. Um, just you know, the eggs were light and fluffy, soft, pillowy. You know, you have the yolk that was runny. Uh, you know, the the, um, the the English muffin wasn't overcooked. It was perfectly crisp. Um, you know, it was just you know the ham was wasn't tough. It was it was very you know nice balance of salt and sweet, and and it was just it was good. It was a good good experience. Nice. Gosh. Okay. Now I'm starving. I know, right? All right. Are you guys ready for me? Oh yes. Okay. And to wrap this up, Jay, we have our standard uh, LTP questions we ask people. So sure. Okay. 
Oh, Lord, you're going to... Oh, you can take off the second question because he would have answered that. Well, okay. Yeah, if you already answered it, we'll remove the second. Oh, yeah, definitely. So our first one is, what is your essential, or what is your essential Disneyland attraction? It's like, what's your, you have to ride when you go. Or do you well, have one? Yes. Well, uh, it has to be storybook land canal boats. Oh, what in the world? What? Yes. Did you guys conspire? On we did. I emailed him before. I bribed him to say that. <laughs> yes. And, and yeah, that's fine. Jess, you can mail my uh, $100. You know, no, you right? $100 bribe to you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You just became like my best friend. <laughs> I love it. You know, I, and here's the reason why I choose that attraction or I chose that attraction, I should say, is because of the fact that that's where I proposed to my wife. Oh, okay. I love it. I wonder if if Jess was your cast member for that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she wasn't. No. <laughs> was it was it Grandma Pat? Uh, no, it was uh, a, a younger Hispanic lady. So I mean, okay. unless I mean, maybe Jess is Hispanic, but I don't think she is. I well, I mean, how long ago was this? I'll ask that. Uh, it was uh, let's see, two thousand ten. Yeah, two thousand ten. Oh, I was there. You, you were there in 2010? 2009 2010. I was yeah. definitely there until June of 2010. And okay. that's what I did. And I, yeah. Oh, God, I love that. No, I was. I did a couple proposals, which is... Okay. Hmm, so we're not special. Wasn't me. No, you are special. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just are. curious if it was Grandma Pat, because she used to do them, um, but she was. she's not Hispanic. Um, okay. Yeah, storybook. I love it. Okay. So then, um, let's see. So the, our second question is, do you like the daytime or the nighttime better? And then why, if at night, any particular place you'd like to be when it's dark? Oh, well, I, I would have to concur with your, you know, both, uh, all of you, you know, as, as far as the, you know, the, the, the time between light in dark, you know, the, the dusk, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, that's just, it's something magical about, you know, the, the sun setting and, and, uh, you know, the lights coming on, you know, I mean, no matter where you're at, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're on main street, you could be at cars land, uh, you could be overlooking paradise pier. I mean, no matter what your vantage point is around the entire Disneyland resort, looking at the, the sun setting with, with the park in the background is, you know, is just, just absolutely fantastic. Love it. Yep. Love it. Love it. So, yeah, I think. Yep. And then um, our last question, our sta- last of our standard question is: um, If you were to go with, you know, let's say a friend that hasn't been, um, what attraction or area of the park best symbolizes uh, what Disney stands for and what it's about, and where or what would it be? Hmm. That's a tough question. We we actually try to well, dig deep with these questions. So it has to be one land of like of the park or of one land of or just uh, like a specific thing that you think really just symbolizes Disney, um, like the what yeah like what yeah. land or what attraction attraction. Hmm. Well, that's a, that's a really tough question. I mean, I would say if there's one attraction I had to choose, it would have to be Peter Pan. I oh. mean, you know that. I mean, how magical? How much more magical can you be with a ride? I mean, that that's just that's the reason why people wait 45 minutes mm-hmm. for you know a ride that just lasts under a minute. You know, what I mean, it's just it's it's insane. I mean, why why do people wait that long? It's because they understand how fantastic that that experience is, and how much you feel like a kid again. You know, and it's like it's like here we go. You know, it's like and then you know, off to Neverland and. Blah, 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 you know, like that kind of thing. It's, 
it's uh i mean there's i mean we understand you know peter pan and in the modern day context, I mean, it's not the most politically correct movie, but at the same time, it's the ride, the attraction itself, it doesn't, you know, you know, you can't take away, you know, from the magic, you know what I mean? It's a, it's just, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, as far as like a land, boy, I mean, that that's just, it's really tough because each one represents something, something unique to your you know, to, to your own life experience. Right. And it just, I mean, you know, Adventureland, you know, you, you, when you're a kid, you always imagine like, you know, traveling to faraway exotic lands and things like that. And, you know, when you're in frontier land, you always think of, you know, or at least for me, it's like, I, I was a history nerd, you know, I mean, that's what I majored in at UCSB is like, you know, history. And so like, I can imagine myself back in the old West or whatever, you know what I mean? And my dad was, was a huge fan of Davy Crockett, you know? So the thing is, is that, you know, like when I think of frontier, land I think of that you know part of my life and then you know when I think of fantasy land or you know again going back to childhood or whatever it's you know it's just each one of those 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 areas of the park it just kind of like brings me back to you know different parts of my life and it just it's you know I know it's it's all woven into this big fabric of, of my being and and, uh, and you know I love it all so it's 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 hard to pick and choose I like it all right, all right. I like it absolutely so, all right, well, that was our, our standard questions. Now, are you gentlemen ready for my segment before we continue? Oh, sure, we are. I am. Let's do it. Let me stretch it out. Udi's already done. He's done with it. So. This is our favorite segment of the night. It is. It's going to be fun. Get over it, Udi. Okay, so. Um, what? All right, well. What are we doing? I'm going to say welcome to 101 with Jess. Now, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. So, um, as we all know, I do like to start my 101 off with this day in Disney history, and which would be June 19th. So we're going to jump back to June 19th of 1958, where a fourth locomotive, which was purchased in New Jersey for $2,000, arrives at Disney's back lot, um, and, it is to, and then it is to be rebuilt and put into service at Disneyland. And I thought that was kind of cool since we're creeping up on the railroad next month. Yes, we are. it's getting ready to start, mm-hmm. but he had bought his fourth locomotive for only $2,000. Wow. Which is crazy. So, yes. lots of money. Yeah. So, all right. I've got a little game for the three of you. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, this game is called, and I'm not sure, Jay, if you if, if you caught the episode where I played this game, but um, it's called Would You Rather, and it is our Disney food edition. Okay. So, awesome. Um, so we all know that there's so much to eat at, at Disneyland. Jay's going to win this. He, he will. You better. Okay, he will. Yeah. Um, there's so much to eat at Disneyland that it would be almost criminal to ask you to choose between what delectable treats. Mm, and yet, that's exactly what I'm going to do um, with my latest game of Would You Rather. This okay. time, it's a Disney food edition. Good. So I'm going to list off. I'm going to say, would you rather, and I'm going to give you two options, and you just have to pick between each one. I'm just curious to see what you would pick if I if I made you. Okay. Okay? So our first one is a Dole Whip or a churro. And I know the answer to this for most of you, but Jay, if you had to, Dole Whip or churro? Uh, Dole Whip, absolutely. Mark? Dole Whip? Yep. Dole Whip. Uh, I figured that was going to be all of us. <laughs> all right. Number two is Mickey's Premium Ice Cream Bar. Or popcorn, Jay. Uh, is there like a context of when this is, or it just? Um, it's summertime. Okay, well then the ice cream bar. Yep. Yeah. Mark. I'll go with popcorn. 
No, I'll do the ice cream bar every day of the week and would twice you? on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> See, I would yeah, go. I, I actually, I would probably pick the ice cream bar no matter what time. <laughs> it could be raining. My, I'm like ice cream. <laughs> yeah, just because popcorn. I told you about my. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I would do popcorn myself just because I'm. The ice cream hurts my teeth. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, and then the next one is twists from Maurice's Treats, mm. which is right, you know, yes. Disney Fantasy Fair, mm-hmm. or a mac and cheese dog from the refreshment corner. <laughs> Jay? Uh, I know. This is, this is a tough one because <laughs> I've, I've heard you guys talk about the twists and, and some people have an affinity for them. Mm-hmm. I have not had a good experience with the twists thus mm-hmm. far. Um, so I would have to go with the dog okay, uh, just because... Just because I've had bad experiences with the twist. What about you, Mark? I've never had this cheese dog or mac. What is it? What the mac it? and cheese dog. Never had it. Really? Yeah. Um, so I'll go with a twist. twist. But there's different versions of the twist, right? There are there. Jay, there's there's two yes, or three, aren't there? Correct. There's well, usually three. They have uh, two sweet ones and one savory. Okay. Um, and uh, if if you are like, here's my little caveat to mm-hmm. to uh, if you ever get a twist from Maurice's Treats, make sure that they're fresh. Because if they've been sitting around in the, the case for a while, then it's not worthwhile buying okay. them. So, okay. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. I, I would do the dog because twists I feel I can get anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that just sounds interesting. I've, I haven't had it. So, yeah. yeah it used to be, it actually used to be a secret menu item. And then they just kind of said, oh, it's popular enough. We'll just put it on the regular menu. Yeah, see, I would do the mac and cheese dog. I'm a mac and cheese fanatic, so I would definitely go mm-hmm. for that one. No, so um, the next one, I know Jay's answer, but we're still going to do it. So grilled skewers from Bengal Barbecue <laughs> or a tiger's tail from Pooh's Corner. Oh. And I know Jay's, but we'll ask anyways, Jay. Oh, yeah, the, the skewers, because I, I, I'm not as much of a dessert guy. Okay. Fair enough. What about you, Mark? Same as Jay. I'm not a, I'm not a sweet guy. So a sweet food guy. Sweet food guy, so skewer. Oh, Mark, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sour. I like that. Sour. What about you, Woody? Um, I don't know. Oh, man. I've had the skewers, so I kind of want to go with a tiger shell just because just I've never had it. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, I would go for a skewer, too, just because I'm not. I, I, sorry, Woody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't mind being uh, the odd man out. I'm okay. The next one is a turkey leg. Or fried chicken from Plaza Inn, and I'll start with Jay. Uh, do fried chicken. Yep. Mark. Uh, um, I'm not a fan of either, to tell you oh, the truth. Gosh. Uh, but I sure, guess Mark. you have to pick. You I, have I to guess pick. I'll try the fried chicken. You got to. It's so good. No, the fried chicken. Yeah. I had some of the fried chicken when we went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, are you guys gonna finish that? No, I will. Thank you. Why not? Oh, yeah, good. I would go fried chicken oh, yeah. for sure. Mashed potatoes and green beans. Oh yeah, yeah. that sounds. Great. Yeah, but mashed potatoes and green beans weren't part of the conversation. Okay, fine. Just the chicken. I can okay. have the chicken. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Mark, sorry to interrupt you, Cook, but Mark, if if you if you like fried chicken or if you've ever tried really good fried chicken, then uh, this is the place for you to go mm-hmm. again when the when the fried chicken is fresh. So, like, uh, as soon as they open around, uh, I believe, 1130 is when they, they first starting they first start serving lunch. Then go to, you know, go to get your uh, your fried chicken because uh, it's it's like crispy, crunchy, ju- juicy, moist and tender on the inside. 
it actually is better than the one at Knott's Berry Farm, and that's saying a lot because oh, yeah. the one at Knott's Berry Farm used to be sort of like the, uh, you know, the the one that other people kind of aspired to, but now yeah. Disneyland kind of have have uh, you know risen above it in my opinion. Yeah, no, I can agree with you with the fried chicken at Knott's Berry Farm. Holy yeah, oh yeah, really okay, so good. Oh, man. I never okay, had it. so eleven thirty the early, and, well, but they but they must make the chicken throughout the course of the day, right, Jay? They do, but that's the thing. You're hit or miss. Okay. You don't know when they're making it fresh and when they're kind of letting it sit around for a while. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So yeah, 11.30. It's a little brunch. We'll do it. All right. Um, <laughs> the next one, I think personally, and I think we've discussed this before um, actually with UJ, but I personally think there's a difference. Would you rather corn dog from the Little Red Wagon or corn dog from Corn Dog Castle in California Adventure? We have talked about this. We have. Oh uh, yeah, we definitely you know talked about this, and I've expounded on the virtues of mm-hmm. the corn dog cart on Main Street. It's yep. there's something about either the temperature or the oil variance, and uh, it's definitely better uh, you know on Main Street than it is at the corn dog castle. I so agree, Mark. Yeah, I have to go with Main Street as well. And I know Udi. Yep. Yeah, it's all around. I love it. All right, and I've never had either of these uh, next two, but we're gonna do it: Mickey Mouse waffles or Mickey Mouse pancakes. <laughs> right, I know we discussed pancakes. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know the the pancakes aren't my favorite. I mean, if I had to choose between the two, even the the waffles though, I've uh, I tried the waffles before, and I've I've had of the I think about three or four times I've tried the waffles. I think one time it was pretty good, mm-hmm. so I'll go with waffles, waffles because there has been zero times that I tried the pancakes that have been really good. Good, okay, Mark. I'd probably go with pancakes because I, I like pancakes. You like pancakes? I do. I'm a pancake guy myself. Yeah. And I'm a waffle girl, so I would do waffles. (laughs) All right. Um, And the next one is the Monte Cristo sandwich from the Blue Blue Bayou Mm -hmm. or gumbo from Royal Street Veranda. (laughs) And I'll start with Jay. Mm, This, boy, that's that's really, boy, that's kind of like two very (laughs) disparate elements Uh to consider. Uh, Boy, I mean... I do like that Monte Cristo, but man, I, I mean, the gym, uh, I, I guess I'll go with the Monte Cristo. That's fine. Yeah, see, I've never tried the gumbo. That's something I need to try. Yeah, it's well, I've had the gumbo at uh, at the Blue Bayou. Okay. And uh, it's good. I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's uh, it's got a nice, uh, you know, savory kind of saltiness to it. And, you know, the roux that they utilize is is uh on par with some of the other, you know, finer New Orleans establishments that I've eaten at. So, you know, it, I mean, it's it, the, the chicken. The only thing that is sort of like a shortcoming of that is the chicken itself. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's, you know, it's good, good stuff. So should I get the Monte Cristo sandwich and then dip it in the gumbo? And just no. Have, okay. no, 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 absolutely no. not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can I just do that? Like a grilled I mean, cheese and could. tomato? <laughs> If you uh, happen to, I don't think you, your 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 taste palate would enjoy it, but you, okay. know, you definitely could. Well, no, hey, I'll take your, I hey, I take your advice. If you happen to be trying to do that and Jay was walking by you, he would like literally slap that sandwich out of your. It would fall. <laughs> he, he, yeah. Get that sandwich out of that. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Mark? Um, I have had the Monte Cristo sandwich, mm-hmm. and it's big. I mean, it's okay. and it's rich too. So it it, it fits. It, it fills you up. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you a gumbo fan? <laughs> I've never had gumbo. Okay. So I would try it, um, but I think I'd go with the Mon- Monte Cristo. Udi? I'm not a gumbo fan. Okay. So there's your answer. Sandwich? Okay. <laughs> okay. I've never had it. Yeah. All right. And two more, and I swear we're done. Okay. The uh, Mickey Beignets 
mm. from, of course, from Cafe Orleans, mm-hmm. or the Raspberry Rose Mickey Macaroon from Jolly Holiday. Now, I know you guys are not big sweet fans, but where would you go with that one, Jay? The macaroons are pretty decent, okay. actually. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're not... Uh, they're a little on the larger side than, than your standard macaroon, but, you know, it's not a bad thing. Okay. Yeah, I've never had a macaroon before. Mark? Um, I don't think... Uh, I think I'll try the, the item from the Jelly Holiday Bake. The macaroon? Yeah. Booty? So this is a tough one for me because I like macaroons, but a beignet, a warm beignet, holy smokes. <laughs> Those are good, too. Their beignets are fantastic. Yeah. <sighs> I love them. I, well, okay, let me, let me interject mm-hmm. here Uh-oh. for a second. Yes. Which beignets are you speaking of? The regular, not the pumpkin or... Okay, but where? Which part of the resort? Um, Cafe Orleans. Mm, I don't know. I, I I would I I mean I don't know if you've had them at Ralph Brennan's, the Jazz Kitchen Express, but yes, uh, I like those better. Okay, yes, then then yes, I would say if I had to choose between the two, then that's why I was like kind of like vacillating between the two choices. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know that's why I ultimately chose the macaroon. But yeah, if we're we're debating like in park, then yeah, definitely the macaroon. But if you're you know Ralph. Brennan's, then I'd say, yeah, maybe Ralph Brennan's wins out. Would so. be better. Okay, and that's in downtown Disney for anybody who does not know. Correct. Um, and then last one, and I we kind of discussed the first one, the lobster nachos from Cove Bar <laughs> or the lobster roll from Harbor Galley. Oh, the lobster nachos. I, have you? Did I tell you about my lobster roll experience? Yep. yep. Okay. You yeah. have. I remember that from the last show. Yep. Yes. Avoid it. You, you were not too happy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Avoid yeah. it. Avoid it at all costs, please. <laughs> like the plague. All right. For the love of God, please avoid. That. <laughs> I can't wait for the lobster nachos. I'm super excited about oh, these bad goodness. boys. So, all right. Well, that's all I had. I just wanted to kind of throw something that was simple and not strenuous on Udi tonight. So yeah, these are always yeah. difficult for me to well, get. Well, they through. are, and sometimes I put you through a lot of grief. So yeah. that was all that I had for 101. I just I stumbled across a would you rather and when I thought about this, I was like, this would be a fun food edition with Jay. And so I've been saving this for months until our next interview so that I had something. I've been tweaking it, but nope, that is all I have, gentlemen. Okay. Thank that was, you. You were you were uh, thank you for doing that. You were uh, a pleasure. So, <laughs> Mark, I will let you whoops, excuse me. What's that? Oh I just closed out of my notes. Oh, okay. Um, well, that kind of wraps up our future presentation tonight with Jay. Um, I, I learned so much, and I'm mm-hmm. flipping starving right now. No, and, I'm so hungry. And I hope when everyone is listening to this, they can pull over some more and grab something to eat, because you're going to need that <laughs> to get you through this episode. Um, so uh, thank you so much, Jay, for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. It was a, it was a great time for me, and I hope that uh, people have learned a few things or whatever as far as... Uh, making their menu choices at Disneyland and uh, you know if they have any questions and uh, they can contact you and I'll be happy to uh, mm-hmm. be the, you know answer them through you and, and uh, or maybe we could talk to it talk about it on the future episode yeah. yeah speaking of that we'd like to have you back on after you go do your summer of heroes menu mm-hmm. um, if you want to do that with like a full review of, of what you tried mm-hmm. and then uh, we talked uh, briefly about maybe doing some fall like a like, like a fall slash holiday food guide because I know that's a whole different street and match well, they there. Do, they do special menu items for Halloween, which I absolutely love. I mean, you know, that's... Uh, I mentioned this to you on an email uh, that we corresponded with earlier, but, you know, fall 
uh, October especially is is my favorite time of year at Disneyland. And just generally speaking, but you know at Disneyland especially, because you know it's just you know they have great you know unique food items and uh, you know the temperature's changing it's getting cooler mm-hmm. i mean it's you know the great beer oktoberfest i mean you know it's a, you know you got football you know, basketball <laughs> etc i mean it's just it's an awesome time of year okay no this was awesome thank you so much and i've got now i mean i have uh, so many things i want to try in july when i'm there that and we have plenty of time we have four full days so that'll be fantastic but no problem. And if you have any questions in the meantime, or if, you know, the, you know, you hear about something or whatever, feel free to ask me. I'm, like I said, I, I try to keep up with uh, all the various social media platforms as far as like the latest uh, Disneyland food trends and, you know, menu items and things like that. And so I uh, try to be, uh, you know, informed as much as possible. And I like to, prov- you know, provide my um my expertise, you know, you know, as far as like whether or not that's worthwhile trying or not. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. We definitely will. That's so exciting. All right. Awesome. All, All right. right. Oh, so we'll talk to you in July or maybe August when you're when you're when you're back and you've had some time to think yeah, about July. 8th. Yeah, actually, I'm going July 18th. So that's my uh, that's my schedule at this juncture. And uh, like I said, I'm going to the Skyline Lounge. So I'll let you know how that goes. And uh, I'll try to take some pictures if you want to put on the website or whatever. Oh, awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely be appreciate that for sure. Um, and then uh, for sure, fall, fall, fall foods. <laughs> yeah, we will definitely do that one. So, all right. Well, cool beans. Well, thank you so much, Jay. We really appreciate it. No problem. You guys have a good night. Okay. Thank you, we'll, thank you Jay. We will definitely be in touch. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, wow, guys. Uh, so that was an incredible interview we had with Jay. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, and you're I, probably hungry I'm like sorry. the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, every Every hungry. time we talk to that guy, it's like. We always leave like we need to eat. Starving. Yeah. Yes. I, I, after talking to him, I always leave um, hungry and just well-informed. Yeah. Oh, food. yes. I mean, yeah. I'm very impressed with this, the level of details, and I can um, appreciate that yeah. uh, like crazy. So um, we'll have him on again um, maybe at the end of July or early August to talk about his re- review of this and then definitely into the fall. Uh, because that whole park turns into the Halloween party and Can't it's wait. segues into the holiday season. And that's a whole new food menu item. And that's, I think, everyone's favorite time of the year there. Yes. It is the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year. Right. So coming up um, in episode 38, uh, we will be talking about uh, Rivers of America, um, talking about maybe its history and some of the attractions that have come and gone. And, fantastic. And what's there. Yeah. Yay. And the Fantasmic Show. Um, <laughs> so excited. So, yeah. So definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, what else you have going on, guys? That's about it. I mean, I'll be there in... Today's the 19th? Yeah. A month, a month. and two days. Okay. A month yeah. and two days. And it's yet to be decided. I may be there, too. Just mm-hmm. I, Yes. Working out ne- Nearly not as important as Jess being there. But, I mean, it is important. I mean, as long as I get my Dooney and Burke purse, then we're good. I don't oh, care God. who's there. Oh, Lord. It's only going to cost me like $350, right. but it's what, not you know, a big deal, guys. You, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy one of those Star Wars poster mashup shirts. Oh, you know I'll burn it. I know. If you're wearing oh, it. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna buy no, I'll it burn and I'm going to wear it. I'm going to walk around and be like, what up? I will set you on fire. No, and what's going to wind up happening is when we walk in the park alone, it's probably what's going to wind up happening. Which I'm fine with. Dude, yeah, like, why yeah. would you buy that? They're so stupid. <laughs> Just to bother you. 
you already there, did no, bother me. That is worth however much they are just to watch you irritate for at least 20 if minutes. If Disney's listening, you need to hike it up to like 500. Nope. There you go. Just saying. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag bugging Jess, my favorite pastime. Ooh, favorite pastime. Hashtag new, favorite pastime. That's a new hashtag for you. Bugging Jess. Bugging Jess. <laughs> okay. Fine, we'll do it. Anyways. Anyway. Anyways, what else is going on? Anything? No. Well, um, this one is going to come out right before 4th of July. Yes. So um, I just wanted to say um, happy birthday to... America, USA, and I just feel, I don't know, I'm a, oh. patriot, I'm a patriotic guy. I love this country we live in. So I just felt like, hey, we're not going to record anything. We're going to record probably right before. Uh, anyway, our episode's not going to come out. Right. It'll come out after 4th of July. So I just want to say, wishing everybody a happy 4th of July. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe and safe. Have fun. Um, get out there and celebrate the greatest country on the planet. For all our wrongs, we have so much right. So just enjoy where we're at. Enjoy that we're in a place where we can enjoy our freedom and enjoy places like Disneyland and <laughs> love it Yeah, and love it. So happy 4th of July, everybody, from the LTP crew. Um, be safe. Have fun. Celebrate America. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well said. Yes, I imagine that day would be pretty packed at the park. Oh, yeah. Did you work there during 4th of July at all? No, I left uh, like June 10th. Okay. Yeah. You couldn't hold on for another three three weeks? I made it through. Hey, I made it through grad nights. Okay. I made it through New Year's, Christmas. I made I made it through what I wanted to, so okay. I got to experience all that craziness. All right. So. Yes. Yeah, so, and the uh, fireworks show for July sucks. Does it really? Yeah, it's, it's blah. But I mean, no. let's be honest. The fireworks show they've been doing recently before, remember... They've, uh, it sucked too. It was like, what, five minutes, six yeah, minutes? That, yeah. So, yeah, so that one sucked too. So, I can't say much about it, but now they've got the good ones back. So, yes. good. Yeah. Yay. I'm air quoting good ones. <laughs> it's the great one with Julie Andrews, and it was for the 50th. And okay. this is, this is a great fireworks okay. show that they've got right now. Okay. And they brought it back 12 years later. Okay. Hashtag just saying. <laughs> Hashtag just saying. I'm done. Okay. Uh, so again, thanks you guys so much for listening. I know we're getting new new listeners all the all the time, and so awesome. Thank and you so much for all new new listeners. Thank you for jumping on. We appreciate it. Um, we appreciate that um, we're getting it from a lot of different people, and we appreciate your interaction with us. Um, and please keep it up. We love it. We absolutely oh, yeah. love it. We are constantly blown away at all the interaction we're getting from our listeners and the new listeners we're getting. Um, we keep on climbing. And we are all, trust me, Mark and I have almost a weekly discussion on our numbers and what's going on. And we are like, I mean, I can't even, I don't have the words. No. I mean, Mark, I mean, Mark will come in and he'll just sit there and look at me and goes like, dude. And I'm like, I know, right? I mean, it seems like really a stupid conversation because we know what we're talking about. It's very few words, but it's all like on this flabbergasted level of uh, people and what and people that are listening and then listening and then our interview with Jay and he's like going oh yeah I'm listening to these episodes and he's and he's chiming in about oh you guys know, and, and I'm just sitting there going and, That's and awesome. I mean you should have seen Mark's face when when Jay mentioned like oh I've been listening and stuff like that and, and Mark was just like I should have taken a picture of him because like if you want to see a happy man like it's his birthday and he's getting what he wanted that was Mark's face <laughs> so I mean I just again you guys thank you so so much I, I, I don't have the words for a guy who likes to talk, apparently. Yes, I apparently. Don't, I don't have the words to describe how much that means to 
all of us that you guys take the time to listen. So yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. So, thank you, Jay, by the way. Again, we'll throw another Jay. thank you, Jay, in there. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So you can find me at uh, Leaving Today Podcast on Instagram or info at leavingtodaypodcast.com. You can send me an email. But no one ever does. Um, <laughs> but you could if you wanted to. Um, I suspect you guys all talk to Jess. And so, Jess, where can they find you? Uh, hi. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. My Instagram is Jess Farfan. Uh, and then our Snapchat or my Snapchat code is on um, either the Leaving Today podcast Instagram or my own Instagram. You can follow me there for all of my Disney adventures and a lot of pictures of my cat. Um, other than that, Facebook. Uh, is Jessica Farfan, and then you can find me on our Leaving Today podcast Facebook as well because Mark and Udi, uh, neither of them have Facebook. No, yeah. So, so you can find contact, me on those. Yeah, so if you contact us on Facebook, you're actually contacting Jess, which is, and, and 13. Oh, yeah, and but. 13. She has she is an admin on our Facebook page. So she does a lot of posting um, of like this day in Disney history even or though, things like that on our even Facebook. Though she's on my bad list right now. It's okay. Hey. Yeah. Okay. And for, for more witty banter, uh, about food. Um, <laughs> where can people find you, Udi? So for my food blog, um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so you can find me on my socials, uh, which are Twitter, Snapchat, and uh, what's the other one? Instagram. Instagram. Uh, all are H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, Hacks Goalie. Um, and then you can also find me on, if you listen to our last episode, which Jay did, um, you can follow me on Bad or Bad, uh, which are on Facebook, forward slash bad or bad. I, I know Leon yelled at me and said, you need to remember our URLs. And, and he's he's right. I'm horrible with the URLs. But if you look for us on YouTube, also just do bad or bad, um, bad or bad, all one word. And then we do movie reviews. So you can find me on there. And yes, he does also do a, if you want to see more of me when I'm on his vlogs, which I will be from time to time because we hang out a lot, um, we're on there too. And that is on leontara.com. So you can follow me on all those different little platforms. So like, subscribe, do what you got to do. Yes. There you go. Thank you. Yes. And in the meantime, guys, go to our merchandise tab and find a shirt or a sticker. Uh, they look cell phone cases are awesome. Cell phone man. cases, uh, steak knife set, right? Oh yeah. Uh, kitchen apron, uh, gardening kitchen tool apron. set. Um, Perfect. <laughs> the steak knives is what I was looking at the other day. Yes. I'm like, hey, dude. I personally no. might get the oven mitts, but yeah. I'm hold, I'm holding one of the stickers in. I'm kind of like, where do I want to put this? I really want. I put one on my computer. I posted it on yep. Instagram, so y'all can mm. see it there. Yeah. I love it. All right. Um, All right, guys and girls, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, we will see you in the parks. See you guys there. Bye. That I have no control over.
Don't you even. You keep your hands off my Reese's. Wow, these are smaller than I thought. That's what she said. She should make a nacho video one day. Let's Sorry. get going because okay. I got tacos waiting for me. Oh, I'm okay. going. I'm com am I coming over now? No. Right. Why you got to ruin everything? No bed sheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. Bam! Oh, what? My mouth hurts. And every time I look at it, it makes me cry a little bit on the inside. <laughs> it really does. I'm still hungry. <laughs> I have a full rack of ribs in the fridge. Way too strong. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> ah, I like it.